Hello, creeps and ghouls. You're listening to Martell's Movie Madness with your host, Ryan Martell and Cagney Larkin. So grab your popcorn and try to survive the movie madness. <laughs> Hey y'all, this is the Martell's Movie Madness Christmas Special, baby! Ho, ho, ho! Wah, wah, wah. Merry Christmas! If you can't tell by the way my voice sounds, I'm coming off of a cold, a little cold. I'm feeling alright though, don't uh, don't let the sound of my voice uh, deter, de- uh, deject you in any deject. way. <laughs> uh, a little tired. Right, you hear that? What, what's that? Sleigh bells. They're ring jing jingling. Ring a lang jangling. Ring a lang jangling. Because it's wow, Christmas, baby. Wow, baby. It's warm in the house. If you're listening. You got some cookies in the oven. Oh. You got some milk. Oh. You got some hot cocoa that we didn't make. Oh. To drink that we should be drinking right now, but it's okay. It's all right. We'll fix we'll a cup it. for afterwards. We'll do it. We hope you guys are nestled in with your families. You're having a good Christmas season. That's what it's all about. Getting together and watching Christmas movies. Hell to the yeah. So, y'all know what I usually do around this time. We what, gotta, you really, what you usually we do? We usually have a little two hour long episode where we talk about certain topics for the first hour for the, for the public feed and then switch it on over to something else for the Patreon feed. For the well, paid users. This year, since the episode comes out on Christmas Eve, we decided to give everybody a Christmas gift, and the whole show is going on the public feed. But you may be looking at this right now like, what? Is this shit really this long? <laughs> this is really this long of an yes. episode? Yes, because our it's second the Christmas part special. is pretty cool. New little thing me and Ryan tried. Later on in this episode, we're not sure of the exact timestamp right now, which is... Uh, I guess that kind of sucks. We can't tell you when it's going to happen. Yep. But it happens at some point in this episode that we do a Home Alone watch along where you can watch Home Alone with me and Ryan. You can queue it up, watch sure it with can. us, or you can just listen to us watch it and talk about a bunch of random bullshit. So that was really fun. Uh, stay tuned for that at the end of the episode. It's awesome. Don't miss out on it. Honestly, you can put any movie on and listen to this episode. The watch along, that is. It doesn't really matter. <laughs> it, I mean,. Oh no! There's some good reactions from us in the for okay, yeah, and I do read the subtitles a lot too. Yeah, (laughs) that's pretty funny if you're into stuff like that. Yeah, give it a listen. It happens Uh, on this very episode. It's fun. So stick through. This is our Christmas present to you. Well, we do have one date to plug still. January 21st at Vizart Video. Hey hey. Martell's Movie Madness presents Martell's Movie Madness: The Movie Part One: The Beginning. And Bad Girls in a double feature. Bad Girls, of Bad South Girls. South Carolina made what films. You what you gonna <coughs> do when they come for you, Bad Girls? And that is a free event. Donations are strongly encouraged, though. So come hang out with me, Ryan, and Christopher Bickle. Yes, sir. And uh, we'll have a good time. And you can browse the shelves at VizArt. Hopefully, get a membership. Rent you a movie. That's if you're right. local. Mm hmm. 
Back in the day, they used to sell you the damn movie right off the shelf. They, they, don't do still, that they still got some for sale, but they not used to off sell the shelf. Any yeah. movie off the shelf back in the day, and that's what I loved about them. That was before they were a nonprofit, too. Yeah, that was back in the day. I used to buy so much hard to find shit at Vizart just because mm-hmm. I could go because I knew the person working there at the time who was not affiliated with them anymore, but they would sell me all the yeah. good stuff. That's where I got like some residence DVD, a residence VHS there, you know, fucking love it. Well, Cagney. What's up? There's a question I gotta ask. What around, you gotta around ask? Around about this time, I usually ask you a question. Ho, ho, ho. What you been watching, Oh, boy? man, Ryan. I watched a few things, but uh, number one on the list must be talked about the movie that everybody saw this weekend multiple times. The, the movie that everyone's going crazy about, Spider-Man No Way Home. Holy shit, Ryan. <laughs> so good. Um, I will go as far to say that it is one of the best Marvel films. It's in the top three, and it's definitely in a lot of people's top one Marvel spot now. Uh, <clears throat> it's definitely your favorite Spider-Man movie. You're talking it up a lot. Oh yeah, everybody is, man. It's uh, it's the new sensation, as Huey Lewis would put it. Um, that's who sings that song. I hope so. I hope that joke landed because that was really know, good. Bro. That was a really good joke. If that was Huey Lewis in the news, that sang that song. Well, how's but, it going? <laughs> but yeah, man, I loved Spider-Man: No Way Home. I saw it twice this weekend. I went on the premiere day at 3 p.m. and then I went and took my nephews to go see it Saturday morning. They loved it. The audience reaction was amazing, man. I haven't been in a theater with an audience reaction like that in so long. People standing up and cheering and kicking the fucking floors to stomp and make a like a thunder noise, you know? Yeah. It was wild, dude. Every moment had cheers and laughs. It was great. It's electrifying, you know, <clears throat> to be back in the theater with that many people sharing okay. emotions, you know? Sounds fun. It is. Big-ass pops, left and right. Missing yeah. lines from the movie. <laughs> so how uh, how big were the crowds for these showings? Uh, they're sold out for real. Yeah, yeah like at three much. o'clock and what? That three o'clock showing only had a few few seats open, and that eleven forty a.m. showing I saw only had a few seats open as well. Mm, lines out the door for the theater. Yeah, I figured there would be. They're running out of product. Marvel movies <laughs> tend to have that happen. Well, That's I mean, why they'll like... We just had two this year that did nowhere near this amount of numbers. Yeah. And Shang-Chi and the Eternals. And Shang-Chi's fucking great. I haven't but seen the Eternals. But they debuted both of those on uh, Disney Plus, no, too, did they not? No, they did not. Huh, maybe after nope. uh, Black Widow, they were like... Yeah, Black Widow was the only Marvel they were like, one they did. Let's yeah. uh, throw this in the theaters first. And yeah. then... Um, but in Black Widow too, you know, where it's those three. So nowhere near. Well, I mean, near. who gives a shit about those though? Like, I mean, people. Just, I'm just saying, they're they're, they're cool. good. They're good movies no, don't get too. Me wrong, I'm not trying to downplay right. the characters or the movies themselves, but like, okay, Spider Man or the Eternals. Yeah, I mean, Spider Man. He's the poster boy for Marvel Comics. Has has been, always will be. You know, he's like, man. Right. I'm all right, good? man. Yeah, I'm good. Pop you, pop you a Ricola. But, um, you got a Hall's Balls. Hall's Balls. But, uh, yeah, he has been since the 90s, you know. When you thought of Marvel, you thought of Spider-Man. And that might have changed for some people with the MCU, with the movies happening, you know, the Captain America, Iron Man, the initial Avengers lineup. 
But Spider-Man is the guy. You know, he's the one that had all the TV shows, a ton of different comic lines. Go see the movie if you haven't seen it. If you're listening to this, you're a movie fan, you've probably already seen it. It's fucking amazing. Can't give it enough praise. Uh-huh. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I haven't seen it yet, so no comment. Yeah, yeah. Go see it ASAP. Um, I watched a few Christmas movies this week. One we discussed a little Hell bit yes. on the watch along. You'll hear it later on this episode. I watched Feast of the Seven Fishes. Excellent. That Ryan said last week it was the movie so nice you had to watch it twice. Um, yep. The secret is, ladies and gentlemen, Ryan just loves that movie because it's an Italian family and you get to see some Italian family traditions. And Ryan's got Ryan already has a big uh, wiener, but he's got a big wiener for. The Italian. No, my wiener is tiny. Okay, well, I was trying to make you feel good. For it Christmas. gets hard. It doesn't stay hard. But it gets hard. <laughs> I was trying to make you feel good for Christmas, but uh, <coughs> took he did not yes and that joke. He took it and just threw it no, away. No, I just um, uh, I want everybody to know well, I ain't shit. Well, I was trying to go for some improv. Am, uh, we're at we're past it. Ryan loves it because he's got. <laughs> A small heart on for the Italians, and yes. uh, I get that man. It was it was nice slice of life stuff that you saw with the Italian family and their Italian family traditions. I really like that. I just wasn't really a fan of the movie overall. Uh, romantic comedies they didn't really do it for me unless it's kind of uh, special, I guess. Uh, like I think the last romantic comedy I liked was that Adam Devine one we watched where. Uh, the, he was the doing the Groundhog's Day type deal. What was what was it called? When we first when met. When we first met. Yeah. I like that movie because it definitely subverted your expectations a hundred percent. Did it, it though? Yeah, well you saw it coming. I didn't. I didn't. But you've seen a lot of romantic comedies, I guess. I don't yeah. know. Maybe I'm the uninitiated one here. You should just uh, watch more romantic comedies. No. <laughs> they're not all bad. No, no they're not. I you like, can usually tell like. you can tell the ones that are gonna be bad. You can. Like if you could, if you look at the poster and it looks like twelve other movies posters, yeah. it's not going to be good. Probably. Is Four Christmases any good? Have you seen that? Yeah, Four Christmases is tight. Okay, because it says it's a romantic comedy. So it's it like, is, but it isn't. Okay, I mean, so it's I should Vince check that out. Yeah, definitely. I'll watch that this week then. It's um, a romantic comedy in the way. Knocked what about up Surviving is. Christmas? Have you seen that? Uh, ben, Affleck? ben Affleck, yeah, yeah that's that a good one, one good? too. Yeah, that's a real good. It's one. a romantic comedy too, but it's a good. No, one. that's definitely not a romantic comedy. It's All like right. it's more of a coming of age, but he's already an adult. Cool. Well, you can't trust genres, anyways. I got more on that in a second, but yeah, I'll watch both of those this week because I looked at both of those. Um, <coughs> two more Christmas movies I watched. One I liked, one I didn't. Uh, first one up, Deck the Halls. Oh, that's that? a good one. Yeah, I enjoyed it. Nice Christmas rivalry. I thought it was fun, man. I had never uh, seen that just before. Just watched it a couple weeks ago. I remember? I yeah, about yeah, it yeah. That, that was yep. Um, that was a first time watch for me. Uh, enjoyed it. Matthew Broderick, Dan DeVito. Uh, I thought they it bring was the a, heat. They teeter tottered the comedy line. It's a PG movie, but there's some there's some stuff in there. Yeah, it was, it was very sure. it, it pushed the line for sure. Uh, I, I I thought it was very enjoyable, you know, kind of like Christmas with the Cranks type of level of comedy. I, I really liked it. Um, yeah, I wish I could watch Christmas with the Cranks. I don't think it's streaming on anything. I it have. was last year. That's what I watched. I watched yeah. it streaming somewhere last year. Um, next up, I watched a, another Christmas <clears throat> movie. I didn't really care for because of the i guess the misconstruing of genres when it was under the comedy category where i really didn't feel it was a very funny film at all uh it's called all is bright with paul rudd and uh paul giamatti oh no i haven't seen that one it's it's definitely a dramedy 
heavier on the the indie drama aspect. Yeah. Uh, it's basically Paul Giamatti's fresh out of jail, gets up with Paul Rudd, who he kind of has bad blood with uh, for reasons, and they're like selling these Christmas trees, but it's just not a very good movie, I don't okay. think. I didn't really enjoy it. Watched it Saturday morning when I woke up, drinking coffee, and it just yeah, didn't bite me over too well. I was trying to get some Christmas laughs in, and it was trying to get me some Christmas depressies when I was coming off a piece of Seven Fishes, making me already feel lonely. So, uh, well, see, that, you just looked at it through the wrong lens, <laughs> man. You gotta look at that movie. You gotta be like, that's you just gotta be a cute. You gotta be like, that's cute, man. You don't. Oh, gotta, it was cute. It was cute. Your but whole, the movies you, made me feel things, you know. It made me feel. Yeah, it's supposed to it make made you feel me feel things. a little lonely because I didn't have a big family. It's you know? effective. I can't help that. It's an effective film. Yeah, but it didn't make me feel warm. Well, that's not my fault. Yeah, not not the, nobody's fault. It's not Skylar Gisando's fault. There, no, no one's fault. But just you know. Made me feel lonely. Then, then I had to watch another movie. Made me feel sad. And I was like, Jesus, man, I need to get out of this. Damn, dude. So then I started watching fucking Bob's Burgers. You should Burgers. watch Sopranos. <laughs> nah. It won't make you feel sad. I started watching some Bob's Burgers and stuff. Then I watched The Hobbit last night. Okay. The first one. Sounds. But I went to sleep like halfway through it. Sounds cool, I guess. It is. It's a good movie. I like The Hobbit. Get shit know, on. Man. I don't really like The Lord of the Rings at all. I, I get down with Lord of the Rings. Is that a hot um, take? No, not anymore. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I, I feel like, like I kind of enjoyed the first time I watched them, but I just don't have any desire to ever rewatch them. So I guess I've, they're not really good to me. Man, I could probably say I rewatch them at least every two years or so. It's been a few years for The Hobbit, but I, I do watch the Lord of the Rings films. So like, <clears throat> um, but yeah, I hadn't watched the Hobbit movies in a long, long, good long time. So putting on that first one last night, it was pretty enjoyable. But I mainly chalk that up to Martin Freeman. He's an amazing actor. Yeah, he's great. You know, I love watching him in anything. It's the same thing with Elijah Wood in the original. Lord Elijah of the Wood. You love, you love Elijah Wood. You love Sean Astin. All the, all the people in it are great. And, and yeah, it's a great world. But uh, other than that, you know, I watched the, uh, oh yeah, the new South Park post-COVID. Oh, yeah. Uh, Return of COVID, <laughs> which, my guy, I told you about the first one, right? Where Carl's yeah. a rabbi now and stuff. Oh, man. They done, they done went crazy in this <coughs> this follow-up, dude. Like, Butters is now Professor Chaos, Chouse, uh-huh. and uh, he is a cryptocurrency NFT trader. Oh, shit. Yeah. It's a, his, he's locked up in a mental asylum because anytime he talks to somebody, he immediately can get them to invest into NFTs and spend their entire Fuck. life savings on it. <laughs> so they go and like they recorrect the past and shit. And uh, it's really good. I don't want to spoil it, man, but you got to just see where the actual Cartman ended up instead of being a rabbi where he actually ended up. It's, okay. it's dark. And kind of sad. Of course. And, uh, yeah, it will make you look at that show in a different light. Because <laughs> let's just say, you know, Cartman's a terrible fucking person, and he got his he got what he deserved. Well, yeah. That's what you would say in that universe. A lot of people trying to defend it, though, but watch it for yourself. Um, that's all it for me this week, Ryan. A little light on the watching in. But uh, what about you, my friend? I'm light. I'm light this week, too. I'm a little bit lighter than you, I think. Really? Uh, 
Yeah, I didn't do a pick of the week. I, I rewatched a lot of stuff, and I just didn't know which ones I had covered on the podcast before. So I was just like, I'm just not going to do a pick of the week. But I guess if I had to do a, a pick of the week, I'd say Gremlins probably. Gremlins? Yeah, five out of five. That's a fun one. Oh, duh. Six great, out of five. Great uh, Christmas time rewatch. Strap um, of the Chainsaw. Batman Returns. Another excellent choice for one. an unorthodox Christmas movie. Um, I also watched fucking a movie. A movie? Yeah. That he can't really remember the name of? Oh, yeah. Cadaver Christmas. Oh, yeah. You watched it. Did yeah, you I like watched it? the Blu-ray. Uh, yeah, I thought it was pretty fun. You did like it? Yeah, it wasn't great. Like, mm-hmm. I'm not, like, dying to rewatch it anytime yeah. soon. But it was fun. It, I had a lot of good concepts going for it. I didn't really like the fake, um, the gritty, the fake uh, film filter. Yeah, yeah. That didn't really work for me. I'm not a big fan of the janitor, the guy that played yeah. the janitor. He didn't really sell it for me. I think the main reason I didn't like that film is because I paid 10 bucks for it. Okay. Yeah. I think that's I got it for free. So. Exactly. I think that's the main reason. Nothing I lost, it. nothing. I paid ten dollars for it on a whim and, and really let me down. <clears throat> but that was also I don't think it's low. I don't I just ago. I still I feel like it's worth ten dollars. You know? It's fun. Like I, I think I, I'm the opposite of you. I actually think the janitor's great because of how like un unreal and over the top his acting yeah. is maybe i should rewatch it man. it has been like i said probably a decade yeah give it a second chance should, man i gave it a three out of five revisit. okay so it might be time for a revisit and then of course i watched the last drive-ins christmas special joe bob ruins christmas awesome fun little night they were raffling off i mean uh auctioning off all kinds of cool little memorabilia and artifacts and they were selling totes, t-shirts, and hoodies for way too much, but it's for, all for charity, so uh, that's a good thing. Yeah, you know, people were probably playing, you know, a lot of, a lot of money. I'm sure. We had our telethon aspect of it with Felissa Rose and John Brennan, the Chili uh, Bandit, and the Mangled Dick Expert. Uh, and our our buddy Dave was in a gorilla suit. I can't remember what they were calling him. Nice, but uh, he was up there in a gorilla suit, and that was pretty cool. Uh, Joe Bob cosplayed the ice cream man because they played ice cream man. Nice. It was pretty tight. The, too, too bad they didn't have Clint Howard on there. Oh, yeah, that would have been great. But, uh, yeah. And then they did Gator Bait, which is the movie that I've, that was the first time watched for me. And How is that? It's pretty good, man. It's really like, uh, it's I Spit on Your Grave, but with less graphic rape in it. Actually, I don't think anybody actually gets raped, but there is a lot of, like, sexual violence toward a woman in Yikes. it. So, I don't remember, because I, see, I was kind of halfway in, halfway out, but I do I do remember that I enjoyed it uh, pretty much, pretty good. It's a, it's a uh, exploitation, you know what okay. I mean? It's, it's a redneck uh, exploitation movie. Three out of five it's for me. It's one of them Rob Zombie films. No, not really. Rob Zombies are a little more faux redneck, faux white trash. Yeah, Want to be rednecks? Yeah, this is like real people from real people from Louisiana Deliverance. made this movie. 
Yeah, like this is it predates Deliverance, but um, I think Deliverance is effective because it's man on man rape. That's, uh, that's the scariest part of that. Deliverance is like the big budget version of Gator Bait. Nice, basically. Deliverance yeah, it has an aesthetic for sure, man. For sure, for fucking sure. But I think that is what made made that film so stand out at the time. Yeah. Is that guy rape, you know, men rape? Men. Yeah, yeah. I think that's like the big standout thing why I got so much traction that is um, scary as fuck so yeah that's what I've been watching that's and it? yeah that's it just two things what the this fuck week. well I rewatched a lot of shit like I said I watched a bunch of Rankin Bass a bunch of Rankin Bass specials uh, Frosty yeah Santa Claus is coming to town what's the one with David Bowie intro in it Santa Claus one it's not ranking bass, but it's like one of those classic Christmas cartoons. I don't know what you're talking about there. You ever saw that? Let's pull it up on the YouTube. Um, what else did I watch? Uh, Elf, of course. Oh my God, Santa! Uh, Phantom of the Paradise. Ernest Saves Christmas. Okay. It's one of my one of the better. Santa's, I think. Yeah, he's a good one. One of the better movie Santa's. Um, but yeah, that's what I watched. We're gonna cut to a uh, voice message from a friend of mine. I think we'll do Chris Gervais first. That's a friend of the of pod. ours, friend of the pod, who has a pod himself. Check Dead it out. Beat. Check it's, it out. It's a fucking amazing experience. He's gonna tell you all about it in his voice message. So. And what what's the what are the voice messages, Rand? Don't they all have a theme? Yeah, this this year's theme for the voice messages is your favorite Christmas horror movie. So let's see what Chris Take it away, Chris. Christmas horror movie is. Hi, I'm Chris. I'm from a podcast called Dead Meat Pete, uh, that is an audio drama style story about background characters from horror movies that escape their movies and jump through other horror movies killing monsters and other gross weird stuff uh and ryan and cagney were on the last episode and did an amazing job and really kicked ass uh struggled to figure out what my favorite was like i'm sure many people will say uh but i just saw krampus the naughty cut yesterday and i love that it added some character stuff um i think i liked aunt dorothy a lot more in this <clears throat> uh but even without the new cut it, it's just got everything i want like if i didn't say krampus i would say gremlins and i feel like krampus is just kind of like for me an evolution of gremlins kind of like it it's bigger like the the action scenes in krampus are just out of this world like i mean trick-or-treat is one of my all-time favorite movies and i think the sort of action movie chops that uh, he developed in between those movies really shows in Krampus. And I'd say my favorite thing about it is the design. Just every little sort of art direction choice, uh, the design of Krampus, all the creatures um, that, you know, like it's minimal CG. I feel like it's, it's, it's the perfect choice of like CG when it really kind of just has to be. Um, and it's integrating tons and tons of practical stuff. I love uh, the moment when the elves burst in and it feels like you're watching Labyrinth. You just haven't seen stuff like that in so long in a, a studio movie. Uh, and I am a huge fan of uncanny kind of dead face hanging there like the Michael Myers mask. Uh, and so I think it's an excellent choice that Krampus has this 
get these giant horns and there's this great sort of big visual and then we never even actually see the face of the beast and there's just this dead like kind of fake like it's pretending i don't know if it's supposed to be like it ripped off santa's face i mean i don't think that's probably not what the lore is but that's the feeling you, you get that uncanny sense of like this ain't no santa claus this is a monster and it's we never even see it and i, I love that about it anyway um never gets old uh i think that i'm gonna go ahead and say that is definitely my all-time favorite christmas movie thanks for having me on here merry christmas my lord all right we're back chris thanks, chris miss movie get it because chris for submitting a voice message yeah that's funny Cagney. <laughs> i know it's not it's not <clears throat> um I like Krampus a lot. How about you, Gang? Krampus is the shit, dude. What a great follow-up to Trick or Treat. Yeah, man. Um, an amazing cast. We got Tony Collette as the mom. Uh, we got fucking... Uh, I can never remember his fucking name. Adam Scott. Adam Scott, of course. But uh, the bald dude... Is it... It's not oh, David, David uh, Bruckner. No. no. Kirshner, you're right. Is it Kirshner? No. David? No. Mm-mm. What man, is that guy's last name? The guy name? from Anchorman. It's and David something fucking cheap thrills we've talked about him on the podcast a million times i can never remember his name he's fucking hilarious but i love him he's great as like the dad to those two bratty kids in the movie uh, david um, let's see real quick we'll get we to got, the um, i'm dying to see that naughty cut man i can't wait till i have a spare 40 dollars to spend on a fucking blu-ray to buy it but uh yeah it's it should be great it's got like five extra minutes of footage additional uh and then David Kochner. David Kochner, not Kochner. Okay, I was close, but um, it's probably not even pronounced that way. Uh, it could be Keekner, Kuchner, Cockner, Kochner, Kuchner, Kutcher, Ashton Kuchner. Farrell's in it. Yeah, the movies are a great cast. Yeah. Um, like Chris said, the uh, the action in it is great as well. I love the scene where Krampus is chasing the girl through the snow. For and he's sure. like running on top of the cars and she's hiding under the car. Uh, the grandma in it is great. This, it has, that movie opens up with that great shopping Black Friday sequence, right? Where like all these people are like, trampling over Eve. each other and shit. It's a Krampus Eve. Last minute Krampus Eve. Um, yeah, I'm going to pop that in tonight actually and watch the the theatrical cut. Yeah, it was my I pick like of the it. week a couple weeks ago. Yeah, I like it's it a lot. great. Um, I love the aesthetic of it. It's, it's, it's a dope-ass movie, man. Love it. For sure. It doesn't get enough love. And I honestly didn't even watch that when it came out. Um, it took somebody telling me that it was good for me to be like, oh, yeah, I should watch that. And it had like, already been out for like a year. I slept on that shit, dude. Didn't I don't remember. To you. I don't remember why I first watched it. I love Trick or but, Treat, too, man. Or how like, I first watched it, but it I, I remember people telling me how bad it was. They were just like, that movie's so fucking stupid. Oh, fuck them. And I was just like, what the fuck do you mean? Fuck anyone that says that movie Once I watched bad. it, I was like, these people are fucking watch, watch any other movie with the word Krampus in the title, okay? That's <laughs> going to be a bad movie, all right? Not... Not the Krampus from oh the big budget Krampus. Watch no. any other movie that has the word Krampus in the title, and then there was Krampus is there was film. one that I watched that was kind of enjoyable, but I can't remember what the fuck which one it was. Um, it was like Krampus the Reckoning. Yeah, it wasn't um, that one. I, didn't, I have I one on the shelf called Mother Krampus that I would yeah, I need to that watch. One's, that one I think I've seen. I don't know if it was good. It's or probably not. awful. 
uh, it's called Mother Krampus. You know, fucking you know, yeah. <laughs> already starting out bad there. Well, uh, I watched a movie last year called Mrs. Claus. Yeah. And I thought it was going to be really bad, but it actually was okay. It was, like, pretty good. Horror? Horror yeah. film? Okay. It's about a sorority, of course, getting slashed up at Christmas time. By Mrs. Claus. Yep. All right. I believe I remember the Mrs. Claus character looked really creepy and scary. I can so. get behind that. But it is ultra low budget, so... Uh, Aren't they all? And I have a I have a, a, a certain appreciation for ultra low budget movies, especially when they pre- present something original, and it's the the effects at least are not half like bad. Like Martell's so. movie, man, this is the movie part one, the beginning, streaming on Troma now. Well, that's just a fucking masterpiece of cinema. <laughs> so, cinema. What you're talking it's about? It's a cinema masterpiece. Well. I was going, yeah, I was going off of what you said. You said, I love independent movies whenever they present something original. Exactly. Except we ripped off a bunch of other movies to make our movie. Name one movie we ripped off. Um, Forrest Gump. (laughs) How did we rip off Forrest Gump? (laughs) Pussy salad, pussy potatoes. Oh my God, no. I'm talking about like plot points. Shrimp potatoes, shrimp salad. Um... Weekend at Bernie's? Barely. Barely. Uh, but but <laughs> we say we're doing Weekend at Bernie's. Yeah, it's a self-referential so, so thing. It, so. it, it doesn't even count. Um, Nothing. Texas we're, Chainsaw Massacre? Nope. Uh, <laughs> Texas Chainsaw Massacre wishes. Bill and Ted? Nope. Excellent adventure? We did not go back in time or go to hell. But we did have a wizard. <laughs> we have a wizard. Puppet, bro. Yeah. There, there's nothing else out there like it. Original okay. masterpiece. Maybe you're right. Maybe you're <laughs> original right. Original masterpiece, bro. Uh, <laughs> Cheech and Chong's next movie. No. I um, wish. I wish we had <laughs> done shit from Cheech and Chong. Scream. We should get a chick to blow us under the table in a restaurant like they do in that movie. Which one is that? That's um. That's nice dreams. Mm, yeah. Yeah. No. It's the one with Paul Rubens in it, because he's the waiter in that scene. He's in a bunch of their movies. Because um, so. it was like... Because Nice Dreams is when they're selling out of the ice cream truck. Yeah. And is the, the same the one... where Sergeant Stadenko turns into a lizard. The lizard, yeah. It's the same yeah. plot with the lizard. And then at the end, they have to like... Pre- <laughs> I love that scene where they put the blue tarp over the marijuana field, and he yeah. like, acts like he's swimming in yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. Oh, my That's God. That's so good. <laughs> Those movies are great. I love all of For those sure, movies. man. So, let's listen to another... We're going to listen to two. We're going to play two here. Back to back. Because they got the same movie, so we're going to drop oh. in... We're going to drop in my buddy Blair Hoyle, who Johnny directed Blair. Uh, Happy Innings Are Rarity. Ryan got pretty defensive over Blair being his friend and not my friend, but I know Five him. Wild Animals. I Did him. I do that? Yes, on the episode of 13 uh, Slays of Christmas. <laughs> well, I mean... Go listen. <laughs> He can be your friend too, but he's no. he's more my friend than yours. See, friend. there he goes. <laughs> um, I'm just joking. He can be both of our friends equally. Who's the other one? Uh, Dante the Scrub. Yeah, I don't know that. Follow guy. him That's on Instagram. That is his Instagram handle. Great fucking page to follow. Go give him a follow. He fo- he posts all kinds of wrestling content. Nice. Old school hip hop. 
just old school culture in general. Uh, He's going to be mad in the watch along when I say, who's Sergeant Slaughter? Uh, <laughs> he does a lot of uh, black history and wrestling posts, um, Japanese wrestling, horror movies, music. Uh, he's, a, he's, he's a little bit of everything, and I think he's a very fun page to follow. He's very entertaining. So these guys are both going to tell us about their favorite Christmas movie now. When you asked me to discuss a Christmas horror movie of my choosing, I couldn't decide if I wanted to talk about an underseen, underappreciated movie or my favorite Christmas horror movie. And ultimately, I went with the latter. And it is certainly not underseen, but it is Bob Clark's Black Christmas, which I consider to be a legitimate masterpiece of the genre as a whole. And as a kid, I always found it kind of slow and boring, and I didn't really understand the appeal of it. But the older I get, the more I appreciate it. And over the past probably five or six years, I've really started to acknowledge it as a legitimate masterpiece. Like, I think Bob Clark hit it out of the park with this movie. And uh, it just, every time I see it, there's like something new about it that I love. And it's so of its era, while simultaneously being very timeless. Like, it looks like a movie from the 70s. Like, it is, of course. But, like, from the production design, how it's shot, all those zooms, uh, the grainy aesthetic of it, uh, the, the wardrobe especially. I mean, Art Hindle's gigantic fur coat, uh, John Saxon being John Saxon. Uh, it really is this 70s horror masterpiece. And I love that it is so suspenseful, almost from the jump. But it also has this sense of humor that never undermines the seriousness. It's funny at times, but it's never laughing at itself. And I think that's very important when you're trying to uh, pull off a film like this. Because if you start poking fun at the killer or you know these more serious aspects, then you lose the audience's, uh, I guess, feelings of suspense. And holy shit, does this movie get very, very suspenseful. I think it has one of the most suspenseful finales uh, of any movie I've ever seen. Uh, the scene where Olivia Hussey is at the door and she can she can get out of the house, but she doesn't want to leave her friends behind. She's screaming for Phil and Barb upstairs. And she, deep down, she knows that they're dead up there, but she doesn't want to believe that. And it's just, it's amazing. It's an amazing performance. It's a movie that, again, uh, there's something different that I love about it every time I watch it. I'm excited to rewatch it this year, and I'm sure I'll find something else that I uh, will love about it. And yeah, I'm sure everyone listening to this right now has seen Black Christmas, but if you haven't or you haven't seen it in a while, I seriously urge you to give it another watch this season and uh, enjoy what, what I consider to be the best Christmas horror movie ever made. Yo, Martell Movie Madness was good, Chiefs. Dante the Squirrel from yeah, from Instagram. Sorry about that. Uh, got me up here recording this shit during the meat beat hours. You know, supporting the OnlyFans girls. But you know how that goes. But anyway, um, my favorite Christmas joint, horror joint. It's Black, Black Christmas for 74, the original. Can't go wrong with that. Cliche, cliche. I know, I know. It's cool. But you just can't go wrong. It's a perfect slasher movie. You know, that shit was raw as hell. Dude in the attic, you know, talking mad shit. Man, you know how that is, man. That shit is, shit is just too good. Another joint, another underrated joint is uh, Await Further Instructions from uh, 2018. That's another one. 
So, yeah, man. I hope you hope you fuck with this. You know, I love the pod. You know, I listen to the podcast here and there, but yeah. Peace. And we're back, Cagney. Hey, Ryan. What about Black Christmas, man? Why don't you ever see Santa in a hospital? I don't know. Because he has private elf care. Ooh. Ah! Ryan, we, didn't we just watch all those movies last year? Last for Christmas? year, yeah. All three of them in the same day? Yep, all three Jesus of them. Jesus Christ. 1974 is the best, hands down. Nah. Um, 74 is very influential, you know, one of the first slasher movies. Um, yeah. The fact that it's directed by Bob fucking Clark is yeah. crazy. Insane. Uh, I love the POV. POV shots because that's at a time when those were being done mainly for the first time on screen. You know, before that you had Peeping Tom, and then uh, I think Black Christmas, and then Halloween. You know, those are like our yeah. first big three, like the killer POV <coughs> shots. And then Friday Thirteenth took it and ran with it, and of course this uh, and everything this else. This movie set the really set the path. Yeah, for sure. and um. It's mainly all one location. The actresses are great. Uh, I was actually with uh, Chris Gervais look at the other week, and we were hanging out talking about this movie. And he mentioned uh, the cinematography brings a, brings across like the creepy parts of the house near the beginning. You know, yeah, uh, showing you like where the the killer could be. You know, showing the attic and you know, showing just showing you how scary these places are that are just in your in your house. You know. Showing them to you from a different light and a different circumstance. I love the movie. Um, I really enjoyed that 2006 remake, man. I gotta say. It's fucking crazy, I love man. it. I love it. It gets shit on. I watched um, it again earlier this month. I don't know if I like it quite as much as I did the first time I watched it. But it's still pretty fun. It's good, man. Back to back, when we watched all three of those, that was my favorite out of the bunch. For sure. Not too big on the newest one. Really I think here's the it. thing with these movies, though. They're all the same intellectual property, but each movie completely different. is its own thing. Story, yeah. you know? It's its own type of movie. But, yeah, the original is one of those brooding... Uh, suspenseful, suspenseful thrill slashers. The second one is more. It went there. This the this one goes to the wall. There, yeah. It's yeah. like that Hills Have Eyes remake compared to the fucking original. Yeah, Hills this Have is Eyes Platinum Eyes, Dunes, yeah. right? Yeah, it's it's like right there around the time of all of those remakes coming out. Insane. I and love then, it. I love it. You know the third one. <laughs> woke Hollywood bullshit. Well, I'm just gonna say <laughs> it wasn't made for people like us. No, there's definitely a target audience, and we are not it. But I mean, I did not hate it. It's a double feature with us. Uh, Sorority Row or whatever. Uh, Was that Slash movie in Sorority House? Shit sucked. There's a lot Was of that. Them. It Sorority Row. Talking about that newer one that came out like ten years ago. That's not new, bro. Ten years ago, that's old. That's ancient. Newer. 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 That's still five years max. <laughs> <clears throat> Anyways, Bob Clark did a lot of crazy shit, man. Yeah, fucking Christmas. Baby story. geniuses. Did you know he directed Baby Genius? Yeah, and did he do the second one? Uh, no, the second one's not on here. <clears throat> hey, um, hey, Ryan. Why is Santa afraid of getting stuck in a chimney? 
I don't know why. He has claustrophobia. <coughs> oh, that's a good one. Porky's, Porky's 2 the yeah. next day. Uh, yeah, that's that's a loud one there. Oh my God. A, what do you call a kid who doesn't believe in Santa? What? A rebel without a clause. Oh, that's that's bad. <laughs> that's a special kind of bad. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, that one's a little rough around the edges. For sure, for sure. <laughs> There's some bad um, ones here. There's some we real got a bad lot ones of cre- here. We got a lot of new horror movies coming out next year, man. We do, man. Excited. Isn't the new Evil Dead supposed to come out next year? Evil Dead, Texas Chainsaw, Scream coming out in just a few weeks. Coming like out three weeks. Coming out shortly after the the original's uh, anniversary. Nice. Twenty fifth anniversary. You gonna be able to watch all four of those before then? Oh yeah, definitely. Dude. I just did the first three a few months ago. I watched on one and two. I mean, one and four not too long ago. Squeeze two and three in there. And. uh those are my. So I those need to are watch four. Bar. I need to download four. But watch today, that. the day we're recording, twelve twenty. Twenty one. Sorry about that. Is the twenty fifth anniversary of Scream's release? Very nice. It is Scream Day, so if you know Scream the rules, day. don't say I'll be right back. Can't have sex. What was the others? I'm dead. I'm already dead. I don't remember. I say I'll be right back a lot. I'll be back. Um, That's what Arnold tried to change his line to in the movie. He tried to say, I'll be right back. Yeah. And they like, nah. Nah, you got to sound like a robot, bro. I'll be back. <laughs> uh, is Scream a Christmas movie? Definitely no. not. Definitely not, but you can still watch it at Christmas time if you want to. I mean, I'm not telling you what to do, but if you want to watch Scream right now, watch Scream. You want to you put on Scream for your family Christmas Eve? Go ahead. Your, <laughs> I don't think that's going to go over for you. Your well. kids are like eight and six. Go ahead. Go the ahead. The movie's Let's going right Scream over their with, heads. With them. The uh, opening scene alone is graphic. Oh, yeah. I mean, I it's going to traumatize them for sure or turn them into lifelong horror fans. Either way. Uh... I suggest doing that very hard. <clears throat> so we got one more voice recording, which I'm going to put in here. Last but not least. From uh, a high school buddy of mine, Dylan McGrath. Uh, He's a distant cousin of Mark McGrath. Yeah, yeah, very much so. Uh, uh, so he's got that Sugar Ray money. He's a for, former competitive gamer. I don't think he competitively games anymore. Um, he's been in the, the MMA business for a while doing uh, commentary. I think he has a podcast, too. Uh, not sure. I'll, I'll have to check and make sure and put that in the description. I know I'm not going to do that, so... I'm just lying to you guys right now, basically. But uh, this is this is Dylan talking about his favorite Christmas horror movie. Hey, Ryan, this is uh, Dylan McGrath, and I saw that you were asking about people's favorite Christmas horror movies. Uh, my favorite Christmas horror movie, it's not technically a Christmas... It's not a movie about Christmas. It just happens to take place during Christmas. And it's not necessarily a horror movie as much as it's like a horror comedy. 
uh, and that would definitely be Gremlins. Uh, I love practical effects. I love Chris Wallace's design of both Mogwai and the Gremlins. I love the scene where the Gremlins are caroling, and I think that's why I've always associated it closely with Christmas. Uh, but yeah, every year, Christmas Eve, I watch Gremlins uh, with everybody that that's at my grandma's house for Christmas. Uh, it's kind of a tradition for us, and it's just something that I've always associated with that time of the year. Like Die Hard, it is a movie that is not necessarily about... Christmas, but it happens to be taking place during Christmas, uh, that time of the year where people are exchanging gifts and, you know, that there, there's a certain type of decoration you see in all of the scenes and the shots and everything. So, yeah, uh, Gremlins is number one for me. And I would even say, I would even go so far as to say I would be super cool with them remaking Gremlins as long as the Gremlins were practical and not CGI uh, in the style of, like, you know, a Ghostbusters afterlife or some kind of comedy horror type of deal uh, that was you know, more nostalgia bait. I would be cool with that as long as the Gremlins are not CGI and I'd be super uh, hyped for it and be there opening night, so. Welcome. There's three rules there that you should know. They don't like bright light. Yep. You never feed them after midnight. Yep. And don't get them wet. Don't get them wet. Now, the, you know, the light and the wet, that makes sense. But after men, don't feed them after midnight. What a weird rule. We can well, man. Again. It's midnight oh, over yeah, here. Yeah, that's true. It's midnight here, but but like over here. It's technically, right. if it's not midnight, it's after midnight. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, little little flawed there, but we'll allow it. We'll allow it. Uh, I love Gremlins, man. I think it's one of the. I mean, the most people. Most films. people, when you say after midnight, though, they mean from midnight till sunup, usually. Yeah, sun comes back up. Just don't feed them that dark. I guess. I don't know. It works. The movie's great. I think it is great because it lays those rules out very early into the film for the audience, you know? Yeah. And, uh, you know, not to break them, we get fucking old, old little Tommy Jarvis in this movie. Yes, sir. Corey Feldman. Well, we got Corey a, whole, Feldman. a whole cast of All good little actors. Cast. We got, um,. What is dude's name? I Judge Reinhold. Judge Reinhold playing yeah. a very odd role for Judge Reinhold. <laughs> no, I don't think so. <laughs> Compared to what he had at that was time like doing yeah, maybe, at that time, he was not that character. As a guy that we've seen now for years. Now, yeah, yeah. But at the time for Judge Reinhold, he had just did. Um, when you cool. think about it, his character in the Santa Claus is basically the same character. <laughs> <laughs> I'll take that. Who was uh? What is Billy's name in real life from Gremlins? Um, it's uh, Zach Galligan. Zach Galligan, yeah. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Before <clears throat> Gremlins, we had seen Judge Reinhold in fucking Stripes and Fast Times at Ridgemont High. Yeah, Fast Times, and then we get him as just the, the weird sideline guy <laughs> in Gremlins. You're like, okay. Let's Hope cool. you had a hell of a piss, Arnold. Right. <laughs> um. Speaking of back is that Gallagher, Phoebe Cates, Phoebe Cates, yeah. yeah. Um, Dad, Bob Zach, Hoskins, uh, is that his name? No, no. Um, Bob Hoskins is not in that movie. And uh, we get our Dick our Miller. favorite, yeah, Dick Miller. What is the the man? In this movie? Of course, though. This is um, Dante. Um, well, the dad's name is Hoyt Axton. Yeah, Hoyt Axton. Um. Fucking, 
No, what's the director? Dante. Oh, oh, fucking uh, Joe Dante. Joe, Joe Dante, dude. Yeah, Joe Dante. Whose uh, last film? It's been a minute, dude. Is the Hole? He hasn't really done anything. He's been. Stuff. I think he's been producing stuff though, right? Um, no, not really. Hmm. He did like a movie. He's got a that movie. Corman mo- money, man. I mean, the be- the last like good movie he did was Small Soldiers. Bro, Small Soldiers. That's what did it for him. Yeah, that's what get- that's movie. his retirement movie. Um, but yeah, Piranha, Rock and Roll High School, The Howling. That shit is fucking tight, bro. You know, you, you think he pre- he might get res- uh, residuals from the Piranha remakes too. Hopefully, yeah, that'd be good. <laughs> and the Burbs, of course, everybody's favorite Tom. Oh, Hanks. Oh yeah, movie. the Burbs is tight for sure. Everybody's favorite Tom Hanks. Another Dick Miller and Corey Feldman. Uh, yeah. Movie too, yeah. Yeah. And the redheaded kid from uh, Ch- Children of the Corn. I think my favorite Phoebe Cates movie, though, is uh, Drop Dead Fred. Yeah, that's a good love, one. Love, love, mm-hmm. love that movie. When I was little, I watched it mm-hmm. all the time. And I used to get in trouble for saying, The Mega Bitch! I'd oh, say yeah. that shit to my mom all the time when I was little. She hated it. I used to like the scene where he looks up that bitch's skirt. And yeah, he's like, cobwebs. Yeah. <laughs> yeah cobwebs yeah i was like uh, why are you why if, if i'm not supposed to say the shit that's in this movie why am i allowed to watch right it? right i love i think my one of my favorite scenes too is when he smashes his head into the refrigerator and it's flat and he uses his thumb to like <laughs> yeah blow his head back yeah up. It's like that's huge. funny yeah that whole movie rick mayall dude he, he is amazing amazing i love that movie Fucking A, man. Rest in peace. And then uh, Phoebe Cates and Zach Galligan both came back for Gremlins 2, which doesn't give enough credit from people. You know, I need to rewatch Gremlins 2. I haven't watched it's, it in a while. It's so good. I highly recommend watching the Key and Peele sketch. I'll watch of, that, of yeah. that. Watch it right before you watch it. Because you, you had rewatched Gremlins 2, and then you showed me that sketch. Yeah, that sketch is genius. So funny. Genius so sketch. But the whole movie is just a satire of sequels. It yeah. is a sequel satire film, and For sure. it went all the way with it, and I love it. I love everything about it. Well, Cagney, we're getting toward the end of this first half of the show. Well, Ryan, I got a question for you. What you got to say, brother? What's your favorite Christmas horror movie? Oh, man, this is hard. Because, see, we did this, I think we did this a couple, I think we did this last, or not last year, but the year before. I don't know, maybe not. I don't know. Well, we can retread waters. Things opinions change. I'm gonna say here's my thing though. I'm gonna say it's a tie. It's a three way tie. A tie. Yeah, it's a three way tie between Christmas Evil, Silent Night, Deadly Night Two, and get in Better Watch Out. Okay, you got Better Watch Out up there. Black Christmas is number two. Wow. Yeah. Better watch out. I just think it's uh, it's so it swerve it zigs when it should have zag when it when it when you thought it was gonna zag. And so why? I'm surprised the lodge isn't. In your it top works three. well. The lodge, yeah, it's a Christmas movie because it takes place during Christmas. And you love that. But that's it though. That's the only thing that makes it a Christmas movie. There's literally no other mention of like. Santa, there's no decorations, there's no lights. The the it's that is more of just a winter movie in general, even yeah, though it does yeah, take place true, over Christmas true. break. So I do love that movie. It is one of my favorite horror movies of recent years for sure. And definitely top 
50 of all time, at least, at the very least. Um, I've seen a lot of movies, though, man. I've watched yeah, yeah. I've watched 50-something movies this year. Like, first-time watch. Like, new movies. Yeah. That's not even counting other first-time watches from, like, past years. Uh-huh. If, I, if I counted all the movies I watched this year total, it's at least 200. At least. That's a lot, my man. Because you got to factor in first-time watches. And then movies we watch for the pod every repeated week. Repeated movies. Everything. It's all... Oof. Oof. Oy vey. Well, you watch a lot of movies, bro. I do. And I like it. I love it. I want some more of it. I tried so hard. I can't rise above it. Don't know what it is, but the little gals look. Well... Y'all, you're not gonna ask me what my favorite Christmas horror movie is. Oh yeah, what is your favorite Christmas? Ryan, you horror suck movie? this week because you're sick, dude. I'm not I'm hate sick, it. but I'm not sick at the same time. Get unsick and start talking. <coughs> I'm just tired. You're like me usually. I'm usually like three movies deep and two bowls of weed, and I'm just like done by the time we record. Um, bust it, bust it. Well, I know, I know how long the watch along segment is. And I'm seeing how long this one's running. So. It's an episode, bro. Merry Christmas yeah. to y'all. It's a. It's All gonna right. be a close to a three-hour episode. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, yeah, maybe it'll be good though. You guys don't want to know my Christmas horror movie. It's all right. What is your favorite Christmas horror movie? Spit it out. Um, I'm just gonna go with Krampus right now. Okay. I like Krampus. It's a good answer. <laughs> good answer. Good pretty, answer. Pretty anticlimactic. Like but, uh, uh, Family Feud. But I want to watch it. Survey again. says. It's not up there. It's oh, not Christmas man. Evil. Christmas Evil's great. That was a good I one. I loved it. That was a fun one. Christmas Evil's tight. They're doing. He's doing a kill count for it this week. Nice. You check that yeah, out. I think it drops on Christmas Eve. Old James A. Janice. Mm-hmm. That fucker. He just did a kill count for the new Candyman. Mm. Oh, he got ran out of town by Chucky. Chucky's the new kill January count. January and... I think February are going to be the Tremors movies. Nice. Every other week. First one the other week. They're doing every other week this this because he's getting married in January, so it's going to be somebody else doing yeah. the kill counts. Isn't that wild? Might be a nice change of pace. Dead meat is a brand. Yeah. I never really thought about it that way. Uh-huh. I've always kind of thought he was dead meat, right. but I guess not. I guess it's him and his girlfriend or his wife. I guess now. the podcast is like them. And then. Oh, let's- Get out, out of here. Yeah, well, fuck, fuck, fuck James you. A. Janice. <laughs> um, <laughs> I just want to I want to end this with the, the, the message that I try to put on each Christmas special every year. Christmas is a hard time for some people. You know, not everybody's all holly jolly yeah. and in the spirit of the season. Some people are suffering, whether they're, you know, just down on their luck or homeless, or depressed, or dealing with addiction. Um, let's keep people like that in mind this holiday season and do our best uh, to keep it year-round to where we're being more kind to our fellow man, um, human, mankind. Uh, you know, I've had a complicated relationship with Christmas myself sometimes, uh, being someone who suffers from depression um, and having come up and grown grown up in poverty, um, but 
I think it's very important for us to let these people know, especially around the holidays, that they are seen, they are cared for, and that there are people out there that are trying to help. Um, if you know anybody that's suffering from, you know, mental illness, addiction, financial problems, reach out and see if there's anything you can do to help for them. Or, you know, just give them a random act of kindness. Uh, a Christmas card can do a lot of good for somebody, you know, um, calling them, asking if they've eaten, sending them a pizza from Pizza Hut if you, you you know, if, if they haven't eaten all day. Just, you know, help out your friends if you can. I know everybody's kind of going through it right now because, you know, COVID's still big, getting bigger, I guess, now because there's a new variant. But let's just all be kind to each other and, you know, try not to let the hateful people in this world bring us down to their level because we don't all have to be miserable just because some people are and and even if you are miserable um we hope that there's something out there that can help you out and make you feel a little more at home in this world so on that note i'm gonna leave us here Stay tuned for the Home Alone Watch Along. It's coming up next. Fun stuff. Well, I guess I don't say well. I don't. I don't sign off here because it's not the end. Still tell them. Still tell them Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas, y'all. And I guess let's watch Home Alone. Yeah, let's do we'll it. Do it like that. Ho ho ho! Merry Christmas. Fuller, go easy on the Pepsi. Hey y'all, and this is the second half of our Christmas special this year. Ho, ho, ho. And of course, we're doing something a little different. A little new. I've only tried to do a watch along one other time for Patreon, and I fell asleep during it. Yikes. That's what the people were paying for. I uploaded it anyways, but... (laughs) that's funny yeah (laughs) phoning it in there yeah no it was uh not on purpose i just fell asleep (laughs) but i did make up for it i put up more bonus content than just that that Uh, month so that was more like a blooper right that's a blooper yeah Welcome to our new uh, new segment, the Watch Along, the new format. Watch it, watch it, watch it, watch it, watch it, watch it, watch along. Uh, if you're not aware already, we are watching the 1990 film Home Alone, starring Macaulay Culkin and directed by Chris Columbus, written by John Hughes. What a fucking knockout combo right there. Not to be confused with the gay porn parody Home Alone. Homo Alone. Homo it's all solo, <laughs> all solo male performances in that one. Nice. Okay. There's, yeah. You've seen that? No, okay. I just. I'm pretty sure I just made it up. Okay, but it might exist. It could be a real thing. It could be a watch along material. For, so uh, yeah, <laughs> if you guys plan on watching along with us, go ahead and queue up to the very beginning. Press pause. And uh, if you're not watching along, that's cool. You're probably familiar with this movie, yeah. and heck, it doesn't even matter. Just listen to it. 
It's going to work in the car. Or it's we're gonna probably not even going to talk much about the movie. So No, we're just here. So, uh, guys, if you got Home Alone <laughs> queued up, we'll press play in one, two, three. Okay. Drum roll. Check it out. There may be some... Uh, you may be able to play. hear the movie in the background. Sorry. We should, I Sorry don't, and shit. I don't know whether we're covering <laughs> on that. If we get like a copyright claim. I think it'll be okay. It's just like a, a background noise. Well, John Hughes. Chris Columbus film. Of All course. Right. He went from uh, writing this and directing others to owning the milestone in Charlotte. It's a different John Hughes, but I like to... <laughs> I like to pretend like it's the same. Well, John Hughes, man, had a great career, dude. Like, some of the most (coughs) quintessential teen films of all time were all John Hughes films. Yeah, for sure. I mean, Sixteen Candles, Breakfast Club. Is Ferris Bueller a John Hughes film? I don't know. I know Uncle Buck is. Yeah, Uncle Buck is John Hughes. What a great movie. Uh, Planes, Trains, and Automobiles. Does this uh, blue house on screen not kind of look like the the logo for Touchstone Pictures? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> like we just kind of saw the Touchstone Pictures logo, but with the Home Alone house and font. Touchstone is like the. I thought Touchstone was the circle with the light. Yeah, on. yeah, that's what it was. It was kind of just same color and the line okay. right there in the middle. To me, it always reminded me of the Monopoly houses. Okay, I can see that. The hotels specifically. God, look at their house, man. Just off gate. Yeah, you know these motherfuckers this is are like, suburban as hell. Yeah, a big family <laughs> with some money. <laughs> Only, but listen though, only four of them live in this house though. Really? Yeah, okay, so it's Buzz, Kevin, the mom, and the dad. And I think he's got a sister. And they're the only ones that So there's five. Wow. Everybody else is just extended family, yeah. Jeez Louise. That are traveling with them. Who is this cop guy right here? That dude's like super familiar. He kind of looks like the guy that also plays the robber in this movie. The, yeah, the, Joe the, Pesci. <laughs> yeah, it does look like Joe Pesci. Joe Pesci, is that his name? Yeah. What else is he in? Joe Pesci. Oh, my God, dude. My Cousin <laughs> Vinny for the get-go. I still haven't seen My Cousin Vinny. It's it's a, a seminal film, and for good reason. A seminal film? A seminal film. <laughs> uh, yeah, Raging Bull, Goodfellas, Casino, The Irishman, Once Upon a Time in America, Moonwalker, JFK. Yeah, I don't think Zelda. anybody actually needed you to go through Joe Pesci's IMD. And Lethal Weapon franchise. Just a few of his big, big hitters. He comes in on Lethal Weapon 3, right? I think so, yeah, later in the franchise. Yeah. Well, Catherine O'Hara, though. She's so know. fine. What a what a amazing actress as well. For sure. From this, Beetlejuice, and the Shit's Creek now. Oh, she's know. amazing in Shit's oh, people Creek. Love, people love her in Shit's Creek, man. It's got a stellar cast all around, though. Did I burn down the joint? Macaulay Culkin, super cute, man. Little did they know this kid would go on to become the motherfucking page master. He was, uh, he also played, um, Michael Alleg in the semi-biographical movie, uh, Party Monster. Oh, yeah, Party Monster, yeah. Yeah. Who just passed away last year, I think. Um, not Macaulay Culkin. Oh, no, no, thank God. <laughs> Michael Alleg. Um, that's a sad story. It's very fucked up. Yeah. Yeah, have you never heard about that? No, not at all. Man, it's a lot to explain. Well, I mean, not really. I mean, it's, it's, <laughs> it is, but it isn't. Long story yeah. short, they're like all fucked up on drugs and like 
they killed a drug dealer that was like also their friend and they were like club kids so they were all wild looking and shit wow yeah it's a real surreal movie the movie is surreal as hell yeah i'm not very familiar but it's just you know it's just basically that that tragic tale of everybody's fucking addicted to drugs and you know now unfortunately somebody's lost their life right and you know he he's he did his time and he got out and then relapsed and that's what killed him i think that'll do it <clears throat> oh this kid is just chucking luggage down chucking it chucking it nothing cop, breakable in that police. fuller fuller fun fact is actually Kieran Culkin, yeah, who is Macaulay Culkin's real life little brother, also in uh, what's that movie with Michael Sarah in it, um, with the music and the fighting, <laughs> with the music, <laughs> Scott Pilgrim versus the World. <laughs> That's what it's called, right? Yeah, yeah. And what else is Kieran Culkin in? Rory is in that Lords of Chaos movie that we watched. Yeah, they all this past look March. just alike, man. Pretty much, they yeah. They have subtle differences. Like each other. Because I was pretty sure in my head, I just assumed that Rory and Kieran were the same guy. <laughs> Buzz. What a dick. What a fucking two-inch buzz cut, too, man. It's intense. Looks like Jile from Street Fighter. Oh, God. <laughs> <coughs> you triggered my cough reflex on that one. Because you're about to laugh. Yeah. <laughs> the South Bend Shovel Slayer. Well, that's, a, that's a hell Say of a that serial killer name if I ever heard one. The South Bend Shovel Slayer. Did you know that the guy, uh, the singer for the Chariots in a new band? No, it's it called? has been in a new band since like right after they fucking broke up pretty much. No, it's sixty eight. That's that. Oh, band. he's in sixty eight. Yeah. yeah. Oh, is he the singer? That. Oh, that yeah. he's on one of the songs on the new Every Time I Die. Yeah, that's uh, where that's when I noticed it. Is because that was, I was looking. Well, to see I noticed if that it was wasn't him. Keith Buckley, but I didn't recognize him as the Chariots. I, yeah, I recognized it as him, and then I was like looking to make sure it was him, and uh. It said feature in 68, and I was like, oh, that yeah. must be his new band. Uh-huh. They're pretty good. Yeah, I haven't listened to them. It's like a garage hardcore. Okay. Got a little bit of a psychedelic feel to it, too. Ooh. You'll dig it, I think. It's, nice. jam- it's jammy, but in like a... Uh, Heavy way. More of a, like, you know, teenagers jamming out in the garage kind of way. All right, yeah, I'll check them out. Yeah, it's real good. I like that track on the Every Time I Die. I think it's one of my favorite songs on that new release. Yeah, that's a good one. It's the one with him on it. Mm-hmm. Tire Screeching. <laughs> this motherfucker, <laughs> listen, this pizza delivery guy. Hey, he's making it, man. He's like, doing what it takes. Uh, this is why every time you, you take a job at a pizza place as a delivery driver, they tell you to go five miles under the speed limit because of this guy in this movie. Yeah, because of the guy in Home Alone. Driving like crazy. But that's also why they don't do the 30 minutes or it's Oh, there's thing little anymore. Kieran Culkin. Looks just like Macaulay Culkin. Yeah. Look at him. They, they are just dumbfounded. They have no idea what to say to this guy. <laughs> They're just exercising their Fifth Amendment, man. Hey, smart kids. Smart kids. <clears throat> 
What? That's a lot of pizzas. It is a fuck ton of pizza. What is the um date in this film? Is this like Christmas Eve or? Uh, no. It's like I think this is a couple days before Christmas. Okay. It's like maybe the week of. Dude, he just pushed along that bill real quick and got the food. Are we stupid? Is this Joe Pesci right here? Yeah, that is totally Joe Pesci. Did you not know that? So that is the guy that breaks in. See, I was joking when I said it. No, that's totally Joe Pesci. It even, it like gives you the nod and everything because he shows his gold tooth when he smiles. It has been too long since I've watched this movie because I completely forgot about this. So is he like just casing the house right now? Yeah. Yeah, he's, he's getting the information that he needs. He That's scary. Him, he asks him uh, if they're traveling for the holidays. And Why is no one questioning the fact there's a cop in the house? He said that he was he was uh, investigating. A, he was letting them know. He was, like, warning them that there had been a lot of break-ins in yeah, there. And now he's just chilling. <laughs> well, it's okay. He's a cop. I love how the one person Jesus wearing Christ, yeah, he's just shoving this pizza in his mouth. Or the one person wearing a suit is the mom. Right. Kind of role reversal there. I like it. The dad is in Sopranos. Did you know that? <laughs> that was fucking funny, dude. The kid just yeah. chugging Pepsi and like got that look in his eyes. Oh, that's great. <laughs> so the dad from this family's in the Sopranos. Yeah, Kevin's okay. dad. Is in Sopranos. He's a detective who is like dirty, and he helps Tony. That guy. Yeah, he helps Tony get information and shit. He's the lead Gabagool impersonator. Yeah, it's a. Um, he's got. A, he's a good character. He's a great actor. It's crazy how many drinks just got spilled during that scene. He's also in Chud. Nice. Along with uh, Daniel Stern, he's also in Chud too. The other homebreaker in... Marv, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah, he isn't shot, isn't he? Mm-hmm. Cannibalistic humanoid underground dwellers. Everybody stares at fucking... Golly Gulkin. Like, he ain't got no sense. You know, I could have swore that Scarlett Johansson was in this movie. In what? In this Capacity. movie. You thought she was like a child? I thought she, yeah, I thought she was one of uh, the siblings. But I, I think I'm wrong. I think she was in uh, Home Alone three. Oh, with the redhead kid. Yeah, which yeah, is a, yeah. well, he's he's like a dark. I don't think it's red hair. Is he red? Yeah, yeah, I'm pretty sure it's ginger. Let me look it up real quick. I haven't watched three this year, so I haven't watched it since the year it came out, and I never saw the fourth one. I watched it last year. Oh yeah, there was this gold teeth, gold tooth. Motherfucker, cocksucker. Those are the first two lines of dialogue in the 2008 film, The Mist. Oh, really? <laughs> By Frank Darabont. <laughs> yeah. It's the disgruntled... No, he's a brunette. ...neighbor trying to start his chainsaw. Okay, okay. I thought it was red hair. Yeah. But uh, he's trying to start his chainsaw, and he's like, cocksucker! Motherfucker! <laughs> yeah, oh, hell yeah. And I was right. Scarlett Johansson is the sister in part oh, three. Oh, nice. Little Scar Joe in Home Alone 3. Yeah. Home Alone 3 is actually pretty fun. I'm not going to lie. 
It's it's been too long since so I've seen it to even comment on it. People shit on it because he's not actually home alone yeah. the entire time, but he's home alone enough. I know. You know? He doesn't actually get oh. left behind. They are already like super cold towards Kevin. This is the the thing is though this motherfucker did this shit again the next year, like he showed his ass again on yeah. on the day before they leave. Like, two years in a row. And it's just like, dude, calm the fuck down, man. Be a fucking good kid instead of uh, a brat. Kids don't like that. Oh, he called his family jerks. And that's some serious shit right there, man. You can't can't call the family jerks at Christmas time. Mm. Now, look at this swanky-ass place he just got fucking banished to. I mean, this basement bed is, like, pretty legit looking. Yeah. <laughs> this whole attic room looks cool as <coughs> I'd be trying to chill oh, here. Yeah, it's an attic. All bad. the time. Yeah, thir- the third floor she referred to it as. Not the attic. The third floor. They're too they're too uh swanky to have an attic. The upper room. <laughs> the upper room. Is that little Santa so, thing getting blown around? Good God. Uh for those of you who've been following the podcast for a while, last year Cagney bought me a Christmas present, and I didn't have him anything last year. He got me a Roy NECA action figure. Yeah. So this year, I brought him a present, and he seemed like he was excited about it. You want to tell him what I brought you, Cagney? <laughs> Seems pretty cool, Ryan. Let <laughs> borrow some, uh, some DVDs. No, they didn't let you borrow them. They're yours. Some, oh, Ryan gifted me some DVDs of some movies I haven't seen. I'm excited. Uh-huh. Now they should be on my what you watching list coming up soon. They are uh <laughs> they're films of the erotic nature. Oh, okay. Found footage, if you will. The erotic found footage films. <laughs> the Bear Winch Project. No, I I would never part with my Bear Winch project. <laughs> Which I've only got I don't have the first one. I only have part three, I think, on D V D. There's three? There's like five Bear oh Winch projects. Goodness. Dude. Only the first one, I think, is a direct parody, though. Yeah, all the other. This <laughs> is just, like, falling in line. Well, you know who made those, right? Who? Good, good man, uh, Jim Wynorski. Oh, really? Okay. Mm-hmm. From Chopping Mall, Munchie. Yeah. A number of other B-movies and uh, exploitation yeah, films. Yeah, Wynorski did ton of stuff. <clears throat> this kid's got hella questions. Hella questions. I could only imagine having to do like a morning routine with a family this large. Oh, God. I fucking hate it. Kind of like a blessing in the skies. I was raised like an almost single child. I don't even like getting ready when it's just me. Yeah. Then you have to wait in the bathroom for like 15 other people. Oh, my God. So which one went on to become the, the cop? The security Buzz. guard says so this pizza eating kid. Yeah, the big one. Okay. And he does not look very good these days. Just throwing that out there. He's looking a little rough. He yeah. he had, he had hit a patch where he was looking kind of uh. He was looking a little bit better, but I don't know. He definitely looks like a local but from my city. That also could have <laughs> been like for the character too. I doubt it. Because he's a guy who never left his hometown. He's a cop. I don't know. You know how those people are. 
I don't think anybody was making lifestyle changes for their characters for the new Home Alone film. I mean, you never know, man. I want to see. There's a movie um, that just came out this year, Silent Night, um, with the little kid from Jojo Rabbit in it. That's what it's called. It's called Silent Night. Yeah, I want to check that out. Are we talking about the kid that's in Home Alone or the actual kid from JoJo? No, actual JoJo. Oh, so he's gotten another role? Because I haven't seen him in anything else. Yeah. I've seen the other kid popping up. Oh, first classic Christmas song popping up. Very nice. I prefer the Lemmy version. That is a good one. I did listen to the Martell's Christmas playlist. Caught that one on there. Another, uh, there's one called. We're talking about Rain, Run Run Rudolph, in case you can't hear it. At least you're not watching along. Uh, there's some some song on there, I guess, called Blowfly by Blowfly. No, uh, Santa it's Claus. White Christmas. <laughs> what? <laughs> what was going on in that song, right? Blowfly or Winter Wonderland. <laughs> That's all. He did a whole album like that. Uh, just talking about Santa getting his dick sucked and stuff? Dirty. Christmas songs. Oh yeah, I need to listen to the rest of that album. <coughs> that's all he did. That's like his thing was he made just really dirty, filthy, obscene like songs. Nice. <coughs> but like before that, he was a he was like a soul singer, like a legit serious soul singer. Uh, under his real anything. name, Clarence Reed. Okay. Um, Guess what, mom and dad. You forgot a whole-ass child at the house. I can't believe this shit. Whole-ass fucking kid. <laughs> left alone. While they're, they're taking off super fast. Could you imagine if this happened today? Those parents would be in jail so fucking fast. Yeah. They'd get out. And... They'd get out pretty quick, but... And there's got to be a little bit of disbelievability here you know you gotta take your belief of suspension yeah throw it out the window because well i mean back in these back in the 90s it was no big deal like people left their kids at home alone all the time yeah but i mean but to forget a child it had to hit them at some point but now we're waiting for that moment we're gonna see it is he waiting for somebody to bring him breakfast i don't know what he's doing honestly so I'm just going to sit here, look around, and realize slowly that there's nobody fucking here. <coughs> Very nice appliances in this house. Very nice. There's a fucking three-foot-tall pepper shaker. You know you got a big family when you're... When you it's a very modern home, for sure. They are what you would call a turn-of-the-century family. Prime, prime targets for a, a burglarizing. Oh, 100%. For sure. 100%. This dude's getting, getting there to steal fucking silverware from the airplane. That's sad. I don't know if uh, first class is like this anymore where you get like special treatment and stuff. I think it's just nicer seats. I don't know. Of all the airplanes I've ever I've never flown on, before. Honestly, it sucks. It's like being on a fucking bus in the sky. <laughs> You're on. It's, yeah. it's public transportation that costs way too much money. Way too much money. And you're crammed in there with people you don't know. Oof. 
Yikes. I, uh, I hate spiders. I took the Amtrak one time. How's that? How was your experience on the Amtrak? It's all right. They, they've got Wi-Fi, but it doesn't really work. <laughs> um, uh, the toilet was... Dude bigger. had a sick iced tea poster. Did the you see that? The bathroom was bigger than I was expecting it to be. Oh, that's cool. <laughs> the bathrooms and airplanes are very small. I had to drop a deuce on the train. Yikes. You were that guy? Yeah. Oh, that sucks. It got a little hot on there, but like... <laughs> You're not making the situation sound any better. Yeah. Well, it was cold outside. And it's hot. They got the heat tanking, and oh, here comes yeah. Ryan. And then I got this fucking fuck up. I got this chick sitting next to me who's like balled up in a ball, like underneath me almost. Not the most she was comfortable using ride. You to yeah, the ride back home was a lot better than the ride to Florida was. Oh, this is when you went to Florida? Yeah. Amtrak down there? Coming back, I had the seat. I had nobody beside me. It was just me. There you go. And uh, I just fucking chillaxed and tried to sleep. How'd that work out? I didn't sleep any. It was still hot as fuck on the plane, on the train. No, I have slept on some planes. No problem. Many people can't, but I pass right out. He got his wish. He's made his family disappear. Everything has come true for him. He's realizing, you know, they always treated him like shit. Fuck him. Fucking Pete Wrigley. Fuck him. I don't really like this movie. What? I'm just fucking around. I love this movie. Let's say. <clears throat> He's like, hell yeah, man. I got the house to myself. Let's go jump on mom's bed. With popcorn. And make a mess. God, the one thing I'm curious to see on a rewatch is does he get rampant for anything he fucking does in this movie (laughs) i don't know i'm curious to see this in the finale because i do not remember nice that's a chest right there playboy snacks i know in part two he gets yelled at for the bill Did did you see the issue he was looking at yeah a playboy is called broadcast nudes it was uh live news anchors i guess in in the flesh it's a weird kink. They used to do shit like that. Yikes. Woof. <laughs> do you remember the era, I guess the, this time, when that was used as an adjective? Woof. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's still times. used now, but it means something completely different. Like eating something fast, woofing it down. Woofing it down, but I'm talking about like... In the gay community. In the gay community? Wolf is a term? Yeah, if a dude sees a guy that's real hot and all hairy and shit, it would be like wolf. Oh, like a wolf? Yeah. But he just says wolf, but also like a dog. Mm Mm-hmm. Because dogs say wolf. Yeah. Angels with filthy souls, which is a play on uh, 
Uh-oh. Angels with dirty we're, faces. We're Guys, if, uh, if you're still there, we, we, just had a, we just had a buffer. So uh, hold on. Pause it. Hold on, guys. Pause the movie. <laughs> this has never happened before. Keep the movie paused. Keep it paused. We're taking a little Uh-oh. intermission. All right. Okay, we're, we're back. back. He's, He's putting, putting the, the VHS, VHS tape in. in. Here we go. Angels Dirty Faces, which I was saying is a play on... Uh, well, fuck, what was it? What was the name of this one? You said this one. I said what it was a play yeah. on. Angels with Filthy, filthy souls. souls is what we have, but it's a play on Angels with Dirty Faces, starring James Cagney. Oh. Which is why I know that. Crunch Taters. Crunch Taters. What a or brand. Crunch Gators. Crunch Gators. I don't know. You can tell. You would think it'd be Gators, because why would you it spell Taters like that? Crunch Tators. Yeah, Crunch Gators. With a gator. That's Frito-Lay's Crunch Gators, by the way. I don't know nothing about that. Nah, that's one of those uh, blinking you missed it <laughs> snacks that was only probably around for like a year or two. For sure. Now, these movies, this was made for the film, right? Yeah. I always thought that was a cool piece of trivia that they made their own fake films for him to watch. <clears throat> Probably a lot cheaper in retrospect than like licensing a film to show in the movie. I don't know. They had to pay those guys. Yeah, I was saying cheaper, cheaper to do the production on the scene, you know, and pay the actors and compared to paying a fucking company. They could have just had him watching Night of the Living Dead. Yeah, royalty free, baby, or Santa Claus conquers the Martians. That's a good one. Another royalty free one. And you know what uh, that means, right? It means you can also remake that movie. No Ooh. problem. We should do that. We should remake Santa Claus conquers the Martians. And then you copyright that, and then nobody can ever touch the property again. Pretty smart. Pretty smart. I want Rob Zombie to remake The Clockwork Orange. Uh, I'm kind of glad you said that and brought it up because there's some points <laughs> I wanted to make that I didn't really feel like typing out on Facebook. Number one, I didn't feel like typing the word rape <coughs> to set off some Facebook algorithms. But that man does not need another fucking rape scene to be filmed. Don't you dare give that man another rape scene. <coughs> Because oh, all of the, the the somewhat tastefulness of Clockwork Orange will be thrown right out the fucking window. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> will be thrown right out the window. Definitely. That's what I want to see, though. I don't know, man. I, I love Stanley Kubrick as a filmmaker. Uh, I think his films just exuberate the fucking atmosphere. I think that Rob Zombie is the modern Kubrick. Negative. I will not let you have that opinion. Not in this house of... Uh, of learned, well, of learned who is it? Is it who is it? Ari Aster? <laughs> no, Ari Aster wouldn't be a. There isn't. I wouldn't say there's anyone. It's a modern day Kubrick. His films uh, still stand the test of time, man. No, they suck. Oh my god, get the out. Shining is get shit. Out. It's boring get as hell. Out. Shining is not boring. But when I refer, when, I, when you say Stanley Kubrick, the first two films that come to mind for me are Doctor Strangelove. And 2001 A Space Odyssey. 
Never seen them. Which are fantastic movies. I like Eyes Wide Shut. That is a great film as well. Uh, also, allegedly risque. a Christmas movie, but I don't remember. <laughs> I don't remember it being Christmas. That's when you're popping on with the family to watch. Um, <coughs> God, I can't believe I was so stupid thinking that was not Joe Pesci at the beginning of the movie. But I also was like a wide shot of him. It wasn't until we got that close up that I was like, I hey, just, wait, uh, that is Joe Pesci. <laughs> I, I say some, I say some dumb stuff on here from time to time. You do. But you not knowing that was Joe Pesci was... Well, you threw me for the curveball. You threw me, and I I took it. I thought you were joking. Nope. I didn't get that close up yet. I was like, who's that guy? We know him. Oh, those lights come on. See, this is it. He knows knows when the lights are going to come on. I like these two together, man. They have a good repertoire. They look great together, man. For sure. He's fucking hilarious, Marv. Yeah, Daniel Stern, he's great. I love him. Wasn't he in Bushwhacked? I think so. Yeah, what a great movie. I used to love that when I was younger. He was in uh, Workaholics, too, for the episode. Yeah, yeah. What have I seen him in where he's wearing glasses and, like, slick back hair? Uh, I think that was Workaholics. Is that Workaholics? Where he's, like, the... What was his role in that? I think he's Alice's dad. Yeah, that'd be it. Maybe. Check. Let me look at this guy. Mr. Grinch. Oh, he's on the Wonder Years. He's in a lot of shit, man. Yeah. Rookie of the Year. Veteran character actor. No, he wasn't Alice's dad. I remember now. I remember now. He's the Telemericorp- oh, yeah, yeah, the corporate guy yeah. that comes in whenever they're having like their Nerf gun fight. And yeah, it's got like a slick <coughs> glasses and shit. Great episode. Great episode. He pulls his dick out. Yeah. 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 <laughs> but they had some heavy hitters on the cast for that show, man. They did really good on like their guest spots. Oh, yeah, the, cast the, guest, and stuff. the guest appearances on there are fucking great. I just saw Adam posted a <clears throat> Instagram post today of some movie just wrapped on that had Michael Rooker in it. And, yeah, uh, talking about the Western or whatever. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. the Outlaws or whatever it's called. A few, few, few people of note. Pierce, Pierce Brosnan. How you feeling, Ryan? You're getting choked up over there. I'm all right. I'm all right. I promise. Getting choked up. Oh. Here we go, guys. This is where the, uh, this is where the plot thickens. Our two burglars getting spooked. Into the thick of it. Into the thick of it. Oh man, he looks he looks fucking scared. Macaulay Culkin has the fear of God in his eyes right now, ladies and gentlemen. Panting heavily. You know, he's no he's no Corey Feldman, but he's alright. He's no Corey Feldman. <laughs> Frantic music. They're trying to get out to Paris. Trying to go see the Eiffel Tower. But uh we forgot a kid. The Eiffel Tower's not in Paris. Yeah, it is. I know. I was testing you. I was like, it's in France, which is fucking where Paris is. Where's the Leaning Tower of Pizza? <laughs> leaning Tower of Pizza or Leaning Tower of Cheese? Goofy movie, probably hands down best Disney film of all time. <clears throat> 
that's uh, a I'll put second that up best. Go- second best action. is extremely goofy movie. It's it's got its funny moments. It's a good one. I think my favorite sequence is like when he shows up at the college class. Yeah, <laughs> like seventh seven class. Yeah, that part's funny. I haven't seen those movies in forever, though. It's been a long time. Why didn't Disney ever give Goofy, like, more projects? I don't know, man. You know Maybe. what I'm surprised doesn't happen? How there isn't, like, a cinematic universe of Disney characters. A DCM? A DCU? Yeah, yeah, like, uh, a Mickey Mouse starring films, you know? Like, that's not a, a thing. None of those classic Disney characters getting, like, major motion picture love. I mean... Sure they did. They did, but like there was never adventure movies like starring Mickey Mouse. Or... Yeah, but who needs that? Yeah, it would be cool. Nobody be wants cool. that. We've got all the Disney we need. Nah, turn. I want to see him turn into a badass like John Wick no. type character. <laughs> Fuck no. That'd be great. I would not watch that. Disney presents Mick Wick. <laughs> he starts killing people with a pencil and shit. <laughs> Get the fuck out of here. Go directly to jail. Do not pass Nah, out. that's a million dollar movie right Do there. not collect. That shit dollars. would put fucking Spider-Man No Way Home to shame, bro. <coughs> Which, uh, big movie news. Spider-Man No Way Home has just hit... As the second largest film opening of all time. What's the first? I mean, same house, same camp. Avengers Endgame. No fucking way. The number one movie opening of all time. They beat Titanic. Yeah, yeah, way beat Titanic. They just beat, it was third place till today. And it just beat out The Force Awakens uh, with yesterday's final tallies getting counted. I don't think it's fair to judge these things like this. Because inflation and shit. You know. I, I think they are. A movie in 1990, of course it yeah. didn't make as much money because the movie tickets were $3. I think when they do that, they do inflation on those older hmm. stuff and do comparisons. Hollywood, let us know. Yeah. Chime in. Who, who knows? Who knows? Are you guys accounting for inflation or not? But... What is the crazy thing for this is that it opened up at the second largest film opening of all time when lots of theaters in the world are still only operating at half capacity. True. So that's like, imagine if all of the theaters were wide open still, you know. Probably would have blown out Endgame. Now I gotta say, this movie looks fucking great in 4K. It looks great. The colors are nice. This French lady's cute. I mean, she's probably pretty hairy, too. Nothing wrong with that, though. <clears throat> Is that, like, the stereotype for France? The women don't shave uh, and they all smoke? It's a European thing all around, I think. I think, um, I forgot who was still, my buddy Johnny was telling me about this the other day, saying, oh lord, what, Johnny, <laughs> well he works for a European company, 
And uh, this is like a lot of the them don't uh, don't bathe as often as we do, just because of like I don't know, keep their natural oils and stuff. He said a lot. Some of them don't smell, but then he said there's 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 a few of them you'll meet. You're like, oh lord. I don't. Uh, I just want to clarify. This is not mine and Cagney's views on European people. Nope. It's just what I heard from a guy. Could not tell you. They probably bathe twice a day for all I know. Don't think I've ever met a full-on European before in my life. Um. I met somebody from uh, Brazil. Yeah. But not enough to warrant any like things. They seem. Yeah. I think I knew a Swedish guy. <laughs> a Swedish guy. I don't think I met one. Did he talk time. with a Swedish accent? He had some kind of accent. I didn't ask him. Did he say bork, bork, bork? No, he didn't say Horton, Gordon, Gordon. Oh, man. <laughs> oh, ladies and gentlemen, I hope you laughed at that because it's pretty funny. Um, If you're not watching along, then... You probably you're fucking up. At. You're fucking up. You're fucking up. But if you are watching along, you're probably still fucking up somehow. <laughs> <laughs> I, think, I think we've done pretty good. You know, this is an enjoyable app for people to uh, listen to without watching the film as well. Yeah, for sure. I actually like this. I'm having a good time doing this. It's pretty fun. I'm just saying the odds are better that the person listening to this is fucking up <laughs> in some way. No, they're fucking up by listening to our podcast. Maybe. Number one. Maybe. I saw some... Uh, we got some high-profile listeners that I High-profile, really? Yeah, man. Like who? Dave Sheridan. He's a listener? No, probably not. No. We told him about it, so... Yeah, he's like, who the fuck are those guys? He's our buddy. He's our guy. <laughs> he he's, likes he likes he's, puppets. He's gotten around the town, man. I think he lives around here, too. I think he lives in Indian land. I don't know Somewhat about that. Close. Does yeah. he? Yeah, I think he does live around here. Hmm. I know he's from Matthews. I think he lives in Indiana. Hmm. I think somebody was telling me that recently. That's weird. Well, it's not really weird. A lot of famous people live in Indian land. Or Ballantyne. <coughs> the only reason Ric Flair doesn't still live in Ballantyne is because of... Uh, Outstanding warrants. Is he got warrants for his arrest? Uh, something like that. Really? <laughs> what has fucking Ric Flair been up to, dude? I think it's all settled now. What was it? I don't know. I really don't know. I don't remember. You just knew he had like some legal. Yeah, he had some legal issues. Yeah. I know Sergeant Slaughter lives over there in uh, South Park. Who is Sergeant Slaughter? You don't know Sergeant Slaughter? Sounds like a uh, musician, maybe? Nah, he's a wrestler. Um, oh, he's a wrestler. Okay. Yeah. He was like the army wrestler guy. Come out with the cat. He come out with the fatigues and the hat and everything. He's like a Marine. Nice. Okay. I don't know they made a G.I. Joe based after him. In the G.I. Joe cartoon. That's crazy. The wrestler got put into a G.I. Joe cartoon. Yeah. Never knew about that. Yeah, he had his own action figure and everything. Nice. Okay. 
um, if I'm not mistaken, he was the first guy to come out to music in the WWE too. Really? So he started that. That's cool. <clears throat> yeah. Well, they, well, in the WWE, I'm sure that people were doing it other places before him. Yeah. In the territory, these boots have a threatening aura. Because, uh, you know, the Freebirds were coming out to Skinner. Yeah. Then they had their own song, like a custom song made for them. And then... The Freebirds. Is this guy supposed to be Santa Claus? No. He's just supposed to be the creepy guy in the neighborhood. Okay. He's in the second one, too, right? The misunderstood guy. No. <clears throat> No, there's the same the same type of character in the second one, but it's not the same yeah, guy. Doesn't like a church scene or something. Yeah, yeah something yeah. like that. The church scenes in this one, I think it's something different. It's like a concert in the second one. Okay, yeah, I just probably mix them together in my head. It's like a like a symphony or something, or it might be a string quartet. I don't know. Fuck. Who cares? We'll find out one day. Don't quote me, boy. I ain't said boy. shit. Don't quote me, boy. Whoa. So if you're hopefully you're listening to this on Christmas Eve, or super hopefully you're listening to it a couple days before on Patreon. Either way, this is the first year ever that both parts of the Christmas special are going to be on the public feed. So. Congrats, you're here. You made it. We're on yeah. the public feed. You lucky listeners. This is a Christmas movie. Home Alone. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I'd say it's a Christmas movie. <clears throat> what else? There was, a, there was a movie that I realized the other day was a Christmas movie. That I never thought about it before. Die Hard. Oh, no. Uh, Phantom of the Paradise takes place in December. Yeah, yeah Phantom of the Paradise. Yeah. So it's technically a Christmas movie. If you want to throw every movie that takes place around Christmas into the Christmas movie care category. I mean, as you should. <coughs> Spider-Man No Way Home is a Christmas film. By that uh, account. I'm, I'm about sick of hearing about Spider-Man. You shouldn't be. Uh, he's my favorite superhero out of like... Like the solo. I'm telling people. you, if you went and saw that movie, Ryan, you oh, would I'm be sure it's great. I'm sure it's great. Right I'm not, in with the conversation. The Spider-Man movies have never really let me down. Like in general, like the second, the second Amazing Spider-Man wasn't great. It's not, but we still have a good Spider-Man in those movies with Andrew Garfield. Um, Andrew Garfield is a he was a good super, a good Spider-Man. He's yeah. good. Uh, Tobey Maguire was a good Spider-Man too, but, but he's like, a better Peter Parker. Like that's that's yeah, the argument. Much better Peter Parker. Everybody for sure. loves his Peter. And but, then uh, the MCU, it's a whole other thing. But in, Ryan, you really got to see this new one, buddy. It's I'm it's, gonna I'm gonna see it eventually. It's fucking nuts for sure. It's nuts. I'll give you some uh, some juicy insight off air. I don't want any spoilers. No, no spoilers. No spoilers. You need to go see that thing sooner rather than later, then. <clears throat> Is uh, Magneto in it? <laughs> That's Doctor Strange. It's coming out in May. Oh, Magneto is going to be in the Doctor Strange movie? Um, the rumor is uh, Xavier. Isn't oh. it? Patrick Stewart. Ooh. 
with the flying chair from the cartoon. Nice. Yep. That's the big rumor mill. But also, there's more rumors for that. Like, apparently, everybody well, is about to pop they're up. They're bringing back the animated show. Uh huh. X-Men animated show. It's going to be the same style and everything. Well, and with the new Doctor Strange teaser, they've kind of revealed that all of these <coughs> shows that have been happening yeah. definitely are taking place within the MCU. So they're all relevant. Okay. Even the Netflix shows. Dun, dun, dun! Okay. We're going to get some Luke Cage action going on spoiler. soon. We don't know about all that. Don't know about all that. But. Definitely, at the very least, Daredevil and Punisher are going to be brought into the mix. Well. Those are. Uh, it's, there, this, it's kind of a spoiler, but it's kind of common knowledge at this point too. And we're in the middle of a home alone watch long, so well, those are cares. those are classic. But Daredevil uh, is Spider-Man crossover. Yeah, Netflix's Daredevil, yeah, is officially in the MCU now. Nice. As of the new Spider-Man movie, and Vincent D'Onofrio's Kingpin is yeah. in the MCU with the new Hawkeye. So they brought Tight. back both of those characters from the Netflix series. Oh yeah, super cool stuff there for Marvel fans. Yeah. I mean, Daredevil, I mean, the, the thing about Daredevil is it's he's in New York. Uh-huh. So it's only a matter of time before him and Spider-Man cross paths anyway. Well, they're both street-level heroes. Yeah. You know, so they did do some sweet team-ups in the books. <clears throat> Same with Punisher. Uh-huh. But Punisher's also leader of the fucking Thunderbolts, which will be happening in the MCU eventually. From Paris. Uh, no. No, they're not back. <laughs> we just got smart-ass Kevin Where the Kalser. fuck did he get all these goddamn mannequins from? <laughs> yeah, I'm not sure if we've uh, seen anything explicitly stated that there was mannequins in the house. We did see the Michael Jordan cutout. Yeah, but sure. what a smart guy. What a smart kid. Look at this ingenuity that he's fucking committed here. I'm impressed, man. I really am. With, like, everything this kid manages to pull off in this fucking movie. I'm not impressed. <laughs> Why not? The, the, Look, the, the genius know. there, man. He put a mannequin on top of a record player and has it spinning around like it's I dancing. I just had to be contrary. I love it. You had to be a contrary canary? <coughs> yeah. The contrary a canary. A negative mate, if you will. But also, back on Spider-Man, I have seen some damage that it's done. Uh, just, I guess, this one theater in particular canceled every other movie they had showing and just booked up fucking Spider-Man in yeah. every theater. And I was like, that's kind of shitty. Very shitty. Because there's uh, plenty of other movies playing, you know, and we don't well, need... I mean, that's what happens when capitalism rules. Yeah, we don't need event movies pushing out other films, you know, because it's, it's December. It's a heavy movie drop month right now. We've got just a, this week alone, The King's Man, Nightmare Alley. Licorice Pizza. Uh, Licorice Pizza, and there's one other that's dropping this week as well. Uh, Red Rocket. And Sing, Sing 2. All coming out. 
within actually Red Rocket's already out, I think. Yeah, Nightmare Alley came out on seventeenth. But and then uh, Sing Two this week, Kingsman. I kind of want to check movies. it out. Red Rocket. I'm not sure what that is. It's um, what's his name? Um, Dirt Nasty. Um, oh, Simon Rex. Fucking yeah. Did I ever tell you about his new flick? Sarah found a it's a twenty four a CD in her car. Said Dirt Nasty. <laughs> she uh came up to me and told me, "Yeah, I found this Dirt Nasty CD, Dirt Nasty from the Two Live Crew, you know." <laughs> and I guess he had said something on one of his songs about being from the Two Live Crew, and you know, white people not knowing too much about anything. We yeah. we just we just take things for face value. And some guy says he's from the Two Live Crew, so she just believed this. Like, yeah, from Two Live Crew. I was like, no, that's actually a comedian. <laughs> like, proceeded yeah. to blow her mind that it was the guy from Scary Movie. Everybody in Two Live Crew is black. For yeah, sure. yeah. And I was like, no, that's the guy from Scary Movie Three. That's like, I might be white, but my neck is red. I spread Miracle Whip on my Wonder Bread. And she's like, yeah. oh. <laughs> I always thought that was hilarious. Look at this, man. Smart kid. Making a pizza man talk to a TV. But you know what really sold me on wanting to see Red Rocket? John Waters gave it a good review. Is it about uh, the South Park Red Rocket? Like where all the kids are jerking off the dog? No, I don't think so. (laughs) I don't know exactly what Anytime I hear Red Rocket, that's what I think of. Do you know what I'm talking about? Yeah, it's yeah. an old episode, about, yeah. season six or so. And all of a sudden, I guess the older kids teach it to Cartman to make him look stupid. But Cartman is like, oh, yeah, cute. And then, like, teaches all the other kids how to jerk a dog off by calling it Red Rocket. Next thing you know, Stan's doing it yeah, at his all, mom's book club. We've all seen that episode, bro. <laughs> That's like an infamous one. Oh, man. It's just great. It's It's genius. I love it. Do you think the Grinch has a human penis or a red rocket? Um, I think we learned last week that the Grinch is asexual. That's not necessarily true. Oh, no. Because there are plenty of animals that have penises that uh, retract. I think he's non-binary. That's not what I asked. (laughs) I'm asking about the biological makeup of his body. He's probably got a... Not his gender. A... A green inch, you know. You think so? A green inch down it's there. It's like a hairy dick. A Grinch, a little green inch. <clears throat> a little, we know one thing. Hairy nub. The greasy strangler's got a big one. And big it's a hanger. Rudy tooty. He's, he's all about the ropes. Michael St. Michael's packing that big one. World famous hairdresser also. Dude, he's got the hair. He's got some fucking for nice sure. hair. Yeah, for sure. It's fluffy. Oh, from a mother to a mother. Last time I saw him, he had a sick-ass handlebar mustache, too. I don't think he had any facial hair when I met him, but that'd be cool to see him with a, with a handlebar mustache. Yeah, they were shooting his uh, his newer his new movie with uh, Bill Whedon. The Video Dead 2? No, uh, the Once and Future... Uh, fucking smash mouth nice apparently you cannot talk to him about the video dead and he will get like super pissed yeah about that yeah because uh i don't think he like ever got paid for it or anything man that sucks 
It's a sore wound. It's Hollywood for you, man. Yeah, Hollywood's a bitch. Or, you know... First they chew you up, then they spit you right out. Des Moines, Iowa, depending on who made the movie, I guess. (laughs) We all know how bad Iowa sucks. Slipknot made a whole album about it. That's not what that album's about. Dude, if that album is how Iowa made them feel, I never want to go there. All I know is you can't see California without Marlon Brando's eyes. You can't see California without Marlon Brando's eyes! (laughs) (laughs) It's our second classic Christmas banger of the film. Nah, they were they were playing the Grinch earlier. Oh well, it was he was showing he was watching like a clip He's of been, cartoon. There's been some uh, there's been some other ones throughout. <coughs> this one, ooh. that frantic music when they were running was a Christmas song. So I um, it's one of those classics. Been listening to Christmas trap remixes for about two weeks now. In the car, when oh I'm, yeah, when I'm not listening to some podcasts. Uh, I started out, then I tell you, like, yeah, well, like two weeks ago, I was sending you those links to uh, Christmas hip hop songs. Yeah, kind of wore out that playlist, and I switched over to his like Christmas trap remixes. Oh shit! And uh, basically, just trap beats of Christmas songs. <laughs> Sounds good. <laughs> it's fun, man. But there's only so many times I can listen to a dubstep version of like fucking Jingle Bells before I'm like, um, all right. Done. Gucci Man got a Christmas song. He does. Saint Brick. Uh huh. I listened to it. It was on the Christmas hip hop playlist. I think my favorite two of the bunch though were uh first one was Lil John featuring the Kool Aid Man. That one was very interesting. <laughs> and then uh The Kool Aid Man? Featuring the Kool Aid Man, like a guy in a Kool Aid costume saying, Yeah <laughs> and then uh the Yin Yang twins. Ho, 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 Merry Christmas. It was a very, very fun song. Uh, they sing the chorus, Ho, 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 Merry Christmas, to the tune of Farrah Jaka, which I don't believe is a, is, is a Christmas song? No. Yeah. Farrah Jaka is not a Christmas song. And so the hook of the song goes, Merry Christmas, Merry Christmas, ho, ho, ho. Oh, 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 and I'm like, <laughs> it's just a recognizable rhythm, I think. So they, that's why they use that. I thought it was funny. I thought it was funny. He's like, Santa, where's my present? Santa, where's my present? Damn, son. Where'd you find this? Should have had that double bag. <laughs> yeah, Kevin just dropped all of his groceries. Using way too much fucking laundry detergent. And uh, did you notice she told him that was 19 bucks, and he had two fat bags of shit for 19 bucks. Lucky guy. Yeah. A lucky little guy. I think I just spent eleven dollars uh, just on sodas today. Uh, all the just stuff I bought for sodas. breakfast was seventeen bucks. But that's I got two jars of gravy, sausage, milk, sausage, milk, eggs, cheese, and biscuits and Swiss Miss. And se- so seventeen for that's awesome. Yeah, that's that's that great. Yeah, that's really good. I was very pleased. But he got like twice of that for fucking nineteen dollars. <coughs> I almost got a s'mores juice, but I was like, nah, cocoa cocoa will be fine. Yeah, cocoa for sure. And uh fun fact, I'm just not a big fan of uh, citrusy things. I like uh, I like orange juice, but I don't like it with the pulp. Yeah. I don't like anything with uh citric acid. 
really. Tony Soprano likes it with some pulp. Yeah. If it's too much pulp, it's just <laughs> not good. Yeah, anytime I have something with, like, citric acid in it, like sour candy, orange juice, anything like that, my whole mouth reacts in a very weird way. And I think it's normal the way if my mouth feels. I just don't like it, you know? Yeah, you know what I'm saying? fair like, enough. You know, like, your whole mouth gets, like, all electric and puckered out mm-hmm. and shit. Fair enough, fair enough. Not for me. Maybe other people aren't affected that way. I just... Orange juice makes my ball sack tingle. That's something weird to me. And that's weird, too. (laughs) Probably, yeah. I don't think that's normal. Ryan. Uh, So did you get all your Christmas shopping done, Cagney? Ryan, this year I did not do any Christmas shopping. We gotta. I feel like we should tell everybody we're recording this part first, even though it's the second part of the podcast. Yeah. So that's why we're doing a lot of uh, banter that's usually reserved for the beginning of the, <laughs> the podcast. <laughs> then, yeah. I mean, what do you want us to do, really? You just want us to sit here and break down what's going on? I'm home Alone. No, home you, Alone. You just wanted to watch the movie with us. So we weren't that's there what, that's when what the they whole made this. Is. So we don't yeah. have any insider... You're information. getting to watch this movie along with Ryan and Cagney. It's I wasn't so even a year old when this came out. It's like I'm on the left, Ryan's on the right, and you're right here in the middle of the couch with us. Yeah, you're stuck in the middle with Watching us. the movie. Listening to us talk. Um, Steelers will, man. You know what would be a funny idea for a watch-along? Is to do like a legit watch-along where we just laugh. <laughs> we just laugh at the laughing parts. It'd be such a cop out. <laughs> yeah, we're, just, we're just sitting here reacting to the movie. <laughs> I feel like there's no really, talking. It's just a watching. real watch along, yeah. The real authentic watch along experience. Uh, I had had people request like live stream watch alongs before, mm-hmm. but I don't really have the internet to live stream anything. I mean, I guess I do kind of now at the, at the new place I'm staying at, but. You didn't. I don't have the equipment either. Because all I've got is my actual, my laptop camera and Mm. my phone camera. So, I don't know. If anybody wants to help me learn how to stream, uh, come on as maybe a producer of my live streams, then hit me up. I can help you out if you want to do it. Here's, Here's the program OBS. Yeah. I have a webcam you can borrow. I also want to do a cooking, like cooking videos for the YouTube channel. Do it up, movie dude. Theme, movie themed meals. <laughs> or uh, dishes. Every dish is country fried steak, rice, and gravy. Well, the first one I want to do is the Sawyer Family Chili recipe. Sawyer Family Chili. Tastes like humans. Of course, we'll have to use ground beef instead of human, but... Nobody's got to know. Is that John Candy? It's a sacrifice. Yeah, you didn't remember him being in this? No. There's a fan theory that he's actually the devil. In this movie? Yeah, and that he she sells his... That's when she gets in the van with them, she's selling her soul. Yeah. Yeah, because she says that line. John Candy loved hanging out at the airports in this this era, dude. 
It's like two years after Planes, Trains, and Automobiles, which I also think is John Hughes. Yeah, it is John Hughes. It's not Chris Columbus. A polka musician. Polka king of the Midwest, man. The Kenosha Kickers. It's like Christmas. Carols. Kenosha, Kenosha is known for something completely different now. Somebody described the polka as it's like Christmas carols without words. Oh, you watched it. Something like that. That's what he said. So no, it's like Christmas carols, except it's not about Christmas. Except it's not about Christmas. Yeah, yeah that's what he said. Yeah. Nice. I watched it. Nice. We'll talk about that later. Yeah. The what you're watching. Or earlier. And the what you're watching. A few things I liked, a few things I didn't. I mean, it's not winning any Oscars, but I think it's cute. God, the Gideon doesn't stick out like a sore fucking thumb in that movie, bro. <laughs> That's my main thing. He's definitely the least Italian <laughs> out of the That was Italians, my main thing, sure. bro. So y'all all calling her cake eater when he <laughs> he looks like the fucking biggest cake eater out of all of them. Well, he's a Jew. Yeah. So I don't know what actual ethnicity he is. Maybe white. He might be a white Jew. I just thought that was a weird casting decision. He's good in the movie, though. Oh, he's great, but he does stick out, like you said. Yeah, he just he doesn't fit in. The other kid, though, is his perfect. Yeah, he looks perfect. Yeah. Like a jet black, fucking greasy black hair. And all the old guys are great. Oh, too. yeah. For sure. But I'll reserve the rest of my thoughts for that. <laughs> I was uh, watching Sopranos the other day. Which is why you like that movie so much. Yeah. <laughs> that's I just had to throw that out there. That was yeah. like my main thing. You like that movie. No, I, it's not just because that. Because you have this obsession with Italian culture. Yeah, I love Italian uh, things in general. Yeah, that's the only fucking reason you like that movie. No, it's not the only reason. It's, it's a <laughs> that cute, is it's the a, main reason. It's, it's like a big movie. reason, but it's also a cute movie, too. Like, it has good Christmas vibes. Uh, we can go ahead and discuss that if you want. And I'll just say I watched it on what you watch. Well, we're talking about Feast of the Seven Fishes, which was, I gave Cagney the homework assignment. Which me. I don't understand why, Ryan. What, you watch watched, what about that movie made you think Cagney needs to watch this? It's good. It's, it's that a movie, good movie. It's very enjoyable. Ryan, that movie made me feel two things. Uh, hungry and alone. <laughs> Wait, that what do you say? What do you do? Hungry and lonely that it, I didn't have a big family. It did lonely make me want didn't have fried calamari for sure. Two girls fighting over me in the fucking front yard. If one more blonde chick knocked on that window at the end of that movie, I was fucking cutting it off, dude. And I called it, and it happened. I knew it. Ugh. Not a bad movie though, at all. I really like the uh, the guy that gets thrown up on twice in the movie. I think oh, he's yeah. my favorite character in um, the whole movie. He had, like, the best dialogue. What is his fucking name? I do not remember. He's, like, the cousin, though. No, he's not the cousin. He's, oh. like, a, he's just, like, a neighborhood kid. Yeah. Oh, I figured he was related to him because he was over at the house and stuff. No, nah, he just came over there because, I don't know, for some reason or another. Yeah, they're all friends in that town. Yeah. Which is cool. Maybe you feel lonelier 
to you. Well, I mean, <laughs> you got a family, though. Uh, not, not anything like that. Yeah, it's okay, though. Not anything like that. Made me want a family like that. Makes me, uh, the Home Alone makes me glad that I don't have a family like this. <laughs> so, you know. Yeah. Well, well res- there's some <laughs> perspective. Perspective. <laughs> that, yeah, but that movie definitely made me want fish for sure. Yeah, it made me hungry as fuck. Like, super damn hungry. And, uh, maybe just kind of hate Gideon's character a little bit. Because <laughs> <laughs> he's a fucking idiot. Why would you bring, you know, your date to go track down your ex-girlfriend in the strip club? Yeah, that's <laughs> very bad decision there, but it worked. It made her like him more. I don't know. Well, I think the thing is that, you know, everybody was kind of. Santa Claus smoking a cigarette, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah, he wasn't really. <laughs> it wasn't that he was trying to win her back. Was the thing? Yeah, it's just showing that he's a good guy. Yeah, and, you know, she fell for that. <clears throat> She's a really pretty girl, though. In that movie. Yeah, from Myrtle Beach, South Carolina, man. Really? Yeah. Uh uh uh. We go to Myrtle Beach. Oh, and man. I learned a fun fact about Christmas Chronicles too. The little girl in Christmas Chronicles. The second one. Yeah, the first one and the second. Oh, one. the main girl. Yeah. Fucking from Charlotte. Nice. Yeah, Charlotte. Nice. What's up? They're putting the Carolinas on the map with these Christmas movies. But yeah, that's definitely the reason you liked Feast of Seven Fishes. Though, as soon as I watched it, I was like, I know exactly why Ryan likes this shit. It's fucking Italian yeah. universe movie. It's very Italian. It's extremely Italian. <laughs> But the that's grand, the that's the thing. You, know, you gotta think though, like, how often do you see family uh, Italian family traditions upheld in? A, you don't. You don't. In a it's Christmas, just, movie. it's cool. Yeah, it's cool to see that. Yeah. I, and that's honestly the best part of the movie for me was that slice of life Italian stuff that was going on. Yeah, we were just kind of with them during the traditions. Um, Soft I, I think music. honestly think a. Uh, more emphasis on that part of the film would have helped it out. We got some indistinct chattering going on here. A little bit. And you know, was, you know me well enough to know I don't really get off on romantic films. Yeah, you're jaded. It's okay. Mm-hmm. I am. I don't like seeing other people be happy through relationships. Makes me sad. Makes me feel hopeful. <laughs> See, and that's that's why movies exist, man. They're subjective, you know. They make people feel different things. Erective. Erected. Yeah, but I can't watch yeah romantic films. Can't do it. Well, the Greasy Strangler's romantic. It is, but in a completely different <laughs> fucking type of way. <laughs> and it's also Maria from East Mountain Down. Yeah. Can't get enough of her. She's fucking hilarious when he's found down, dude. I did not care for her till like, the end of season three where she, like, started going crazy. <laughs> oh, yes. How 
How crazy that they brought her onto that show in season two, and she was a, became a state of mainstay <laughs> until yeah. that show ended <laughs> with Stevie. I love it. Okay, yeah. So the uh, the church scene is definitely this movie. Well, there's a church scene in the second one too, but it's at the beginning. Yeah, yeah. They're doing like a choir thing, and I went to the toy store. It's in that movie, also in Big, the FAO shorts. Word. When I was little, yeah, it was super cool, dude. The first floor was like a bunch of like regular. It was like your toy store, right? Did you play the big piano? Uh, no, but it was there. Um, the second floor was just candies. It was like, I love Lucy's fucking work, you know? And then, uh, the third floor was just Legos. Nothing but Legos. Nice. whole Lego floor. Yeah. That was cool. I was in, like, seventh grade. I thought it was really dope in there. They went bankrupt at one point and closed down, so I'm not sure if they're there anymore or not. You would have think the night before would have, uh, boosted their their visibility <laughs> right um do you know there's a uh, a super cool toy store here in um like the south boulevard charlotte area like right near there near manifest like 10 15 minutes away at Cotsworld? A place called toy mania no i didn't know um that. and it's like legit toys like you yeah know, like target audience you know, 14 and under in there but it's cool to go into a toy shop that doesn't look like a toy aisle in Walmart with action yeah. figures and crazy shit like that. It was nothing but, like, they had the big science kits and the classic 1950s toys. I found they had chattering teeth for sale for, like, a dollar fifty nice. and shit like that. You know, yeah, lots of cool stuff there. So if you got, um... Did they have puppets? Uh, hand puppets, hand puppets, you know, the ones that go on here. Yeah. Like technically, all puppets are hand puppets. But yeah, not, I know what you mean. The ones not that full don't size, have arms. 24, 32 inches. Yeah, they're just hand puppets. But they have like a rubber shark puppet. Like it looked like you know, just a shark. You just put your hand yeah. in it. So yeah, I was looking at all that stuff, man. It was really cool. I just thought it was cool to have actual toy store around here too. The only other one I'd really ever been to is in Greenville, South Carolina. That's kind of I've a, never been. Kind of a hard. Hard type of shop to find these days, you know, brick and mortar toys. Kids don't play with toys anymore, really. They don't. Kids play with the electronics. Well, they like to watch other kids play with toys on YouTube. Yeah, I don't fucking get that, dude. Play the video game. Don't watch somebody play the video game. Play the video game. I mean, if you're having trouble with a level, I don't see the hurt in and watching. If you, and if you can't afford the game, I understand. Yeah, but. I mean, I think that might be the thing. I don't know. I don't want to judge or criticize. I don't. I was just saying, that was just a thing I was saying, with no commentary to it, and you just were like, fuck these kids, man, they're fucking stupid, (laughs) you were like, you were like, kids these days are fucking dumb, they don't know how to do shit, stricken from the record, please, they can't play fucking Nintendo, (laughs) they don't know shit about Battletoads, kids these days, don't know shit about Battletoads, bro. They don't know about calling GameStop and asking them if they have copies of Battletoads getting hung up on. These kids don't know shit about Mario Party. No. Actually, they still make Mario Parties, so... There's like a new new one just came There's, out. They're on like Mario Party 100 now. No. <laughs> Not that high up. No. Lots of good Christmas lessons to learn in this movie, man. For sure. 
That's number one would just be to make sure you have all your kids with you. I think that's another leave. thing that I liked about the Feast of the Seven Fishes. There was a couple little Christmas lessons in there. Like what? Like, uh, like follow your heart and give people credit, you know? And then there's the, the whole, you know, appreciate what you got while you got <coughs> it kind of message to it, too. Where did you get that part from? Both from the boyfriend of the one chick and from his ex-girlfriend. Okay. Because they both were people that kind of... Well, I think she over-appreciated. She was, she was more... I don't know. Don't listen to me. Okay. I'm stupid as shit. <laughs> I think if it was any other day and I hadn't slept like four hours last night... I probably could articulate why I mean what I said, what I fucking mean, but I don't know. Sound like you're quoting a Bayside song, right? <laughs> I hate myself more than I ever let on. I'm burnt out <laughs> at, at twenty-two. 21. <laughs> at twenty-one. I don't know. Hey, I loved Bayside, man. Saw them live once. Yeah, man. Fucking great show. I still cry to the Bayside CD. Every day. Don't you know that those songs are about you? <laughs> Ask your girl what my dick tastes like. Check tracks eight and nine and call me back. Back when a mirror was good. For those of you who are unfamiliar, we're making reference to the band Mirror. Amir, who was signed to the same record label as Bayside, so wrote songs man. about each other. <laughs> Who's awful now, man. I actually like their newest no. album. I listened to them recently. I didn't like anything. It's like new metal. I didn't like anything past Respect Issue, man. It's the last wow. album. I really dig. Respect Issue, the first track on it's really hard. This whole album's tight, dude. The first track goes right into Soundwave Superior. Oh, that's what I mean. That yeah. first well, actual... that first track is like a minute. It's like there's yeah. no more. Yeah, love. it's like an intro. Trust, respect, or loyalty. Dun, 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 dun. Product of my surroundings. <clears throat> yeah, good stuff. I can't believe Kevin <laughs> left his house. <laughs> what a, a crazy thing to do, you know? I know he doesn't have a key. This is his house. He has the defense. Gotta change heart now, baby. Fucking game mode set. See, he's got his little shit. Look at this blueprint, bro. That shit is sick. This motherfucker is is crafty. I need a poster of that. Home Alone blueprint up in the house. Somebody asked on Facebook what my favorite Home Alone contraption was. I said the reverse bear trap. The reverse bear trap. Yeah. Because, you know, Saw is just, you know... Yeah, there's a fan theory that he grew up to become Jigsaw. That's the extended Home Alone universe. Yeah. I like the theory. I think it works. Just when I don't he, know if it works or not. When did he change his name to John Kramer? Well, there's that, and I don't think the age matches up either. No, he grew up a lot in <laughs> 20, 20 <Yeah>. years. <laughs> 
Which now he did have cancer, so that does age you a little true, bit. True, true. John Kramer could have been in his thirties, man. We just never knew. So I don't know. Ah, tarantula crawling around the floor. We did eventually figure out what was up with the timeline for Texas Chainsaw Massacre three three uh, D. So maybe we'll eventually find out what's up with the timeline. Oh, what did they say? It's Saul. like uh, it's you, supposed to take place in ninety three, but they they uh. The, when they fired the original writers, they rewrote everything, and there's, like, cell phones in it and everything. Yeah, now. yeah. Um, <clears throat> did you see the trailer for that new one? Do you watch it? Yeah, looks pretty cool. I didn't watch it. I watched the movie, but... The trailer's not really... The trailer, mu- it's not really much, you know? It just kind of... <clears throat> it's just kind of the hype trailer. Yeah. It doesn't really give you anything. Like, I'm glad I avoided trailer for Halloween Kills. I'm glad I... Saw trailers for Spider-Man No Way Home. Because uh, they changed everything. <laughs> that the trailer is a fucking fake out, dude. Super fake out. Those motherfuckers. There's probably three different versions of that movie. Which one? Spider-Man. Oh, I'm sure. That that one movie has three completely different versions. Cuts. Yeah. That they were shooting because they were shooting it and trying to keep everything a secret, super yeah. secret, so nobody really knew oh, what was going to be the final. Cut. The people they got signed on weren't even allowed to have scripts. Yeah. 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 And I'm talking like big names that came on. Well, I mean, it's because Tom Holland fucking spoiled. Oh, <laughs> bro, and. For that to have happened, and for this movie to have happened, you cannot... I can't believe that they did this shit they did in this movie, and he didn't spoil anything. It's fucking nuts, bro. I'm actually surprised that this movie even happened, having his leak history, you know? Yeah. They were like, Tom, we want to make this a great movie, but you spoiled fucking Infinity War, so we we can't do shit with you, you know? But he did it, man. He learned his lesson. They did good. I was watching, like, a fucking celebrities fuck up and interviews thing. And I can't remember who it was, but they just, like, straight up spoiled the whole movie they were promoting. And it was so fucking funny. Because they were like, oh, shit, that's a spoiler. No, it wasn't a Marvel movie. It was like a horror movie, I think. Because I think with the Marvel interviews now, they actually send in a sniper. That sits there and red dots you the entire time. Yeah. <laughs> the, just to just keep up. your ass in check. It's over. <laughs> it's actually Kevin Feige himself. <laughs> <laughs> and he's there with the red dot on your, on your forehead the whole time. That's how Tom Holland got whipped up into shape. It just doesn't pick up on TV. Yeah. Well, Jamie Foxx actually spoiled that movie um, about a year ago. But nobody really paid any attention to it at the time. But he he has since then deleted that post. Bro, I gotta tell you, he's a scene stealer in that movie too. I bet. He's fucking great. Jamie Foxx is not a bad actor. He is really good in that movie, but it all that movie really just boils down to fucking Willem Dafoe. Well no shit, man. He is the fucking man. Willem Dafoe. He did all Steals of his stunts. That was his only co- stipulation about coming back was doing his own stunts. Because he did 90% of them in the original. Insane. Oh, he kills it. He steals the show, man. <coughs> I really just want to tell you everything about it. Got some classic slapstick comedy in this movie, man. Needed it. Love it. Physical comedy doesn't happen too much these days anymore, either. 
Or if it does, it's all like CGI and yeah. exaggerated. And it's CGI is like one of the worst things you could put into a comedy movie. Don't fucking CGI comedy. It doesn't work. If you're gonna CGI comedy, it's got to be for like a hallucination scene. And speaking of CGI, just think of uh, there's two animated films that just dropped this week that look pretty good. Uh, one of them is called Ron's Gone Wrong. Oh yeah, and it just did a double premiere on Disney Plus and HBO Max. It's yeah. on both of them at the same time. Um, it's like this kid that befriends Zach Galifianakis robot, and like uh, I don't know, I don't know what happens from there. Apparently, it's awesome. There. I don't know. And then there's a movie that just came out on Paramount Plus called Rumble, about Rumble? large fighting monsters that kids train. Okay. Yeah, yeah. It's a so it's po- Pokemon family po- movie. Big. Uh, yeah, but think like, uh, kaiju fighting kind of, I guess, okay. maybe? Yeah. So it's like, but Pokemon meets Power Rangers. <laughs> yeah, maybe. Minus the ninjas. Maybe, just large monsters fighting each other. Yeah, I want to check it out. But kaiju. also, I feel so weird watching children's films. Because I know I'm not the target audience. I know I'm going to have a kid one day. So I just kind of want to put a lot of those movies on the back burner. I doubt I'll ever have a child, so I just watch it. If I think I'm going to like it, I'm going to watch it. All right, see, there's also that fear. Yeah, I should just be watching this shit. Look how red that doorknob is. Oh, my God. <sighs> Continuity error in three, two, one. Didn't show it. I know it's coming, though. Continuity error. Three, two, one. The M is straight up, but he clearly oh, yeah. put his hand on there sideways. Yep. Uh-uh. Uh. But still a genius little scene <laughs> for him to get that doorknob on. Nobody shit. realized it at the no, time. Not until uh, fucking years later. Only you, because you're so jaded. You're so just jaded about the world. It's just logistics. You're, uh, oh no. Ow! Marv just stepped on a nail, ladies and gentlemen, at home, if you're not watching along, and uh, kind of makes your toes hurt to see that. I've actually done that. Nail went right through my foot. Oof. Yeah. And you know what I did? I cried. Nope. I shoved napkins in my shoe, oh. and I kept hanging out with my friends Whack. until my mom picked me up. She said, why is your shoe covered in blood? So I stepped on a nail. <laughs> we went to the hospital. <laughs> few hours later my friends were more important man i was uh i was in a day to remember kid you know fucking yeah these are my friends <laughs> i still pick my I friends over you they were the closest thing to blood that i had and now i don't hang out with a single one of those motherfuckers so <coughs> if i lost my foot it would have been for not i mean i wasn't there but we were hanging out around the same time probably yeah, I was like 17, 18. 10, 12 years ago. When I was a young child, a young chap. Yeah, I love that water bottle crushing sound. Love it. I'm sure all the listeners at home loved it too. It's a little ASMR for your ass. <laughs> for your ass. <clears throat> The way is it more for your ass. If you think I sound rough today, you should have heard me yesterday. I, I got some, some Ricolas in the car. Might help you out a little better. <clears throat> they got 
They're medicated cough drops. Yeah. Ricola. Mm-hmm. Got the medicine in it. I was eating them whenever uh, I was doing that Beetlejuice. Remember, I came on. I have no voice. That one episode, I was like, oh, no, 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 oh that's gross. <laughs> so uh, Joe Pesci just got tarred and feathered. Very nice. Or glued and feathered. Yeah, glued and feathered. Same same principle. This here old old school death match trick here. The old glass Christmas ornament spare foot. Ah, uh, so much foot fucking torture for Marv, dog. Makes my feet highly uncomfortable. Most of the time, foot stuff does make me uncomfortable. But I don't know whether it's the tone of this movie or what, but it just doesn't bother me. Nah. That hurts, dog. That hurts. When Marv met Harry. Or when Harry met Marv. A romantic comedy. One smart kid. Also an intimidating son of a bitch, too. Think about how shitty it would be to be in this position. Here we go. The paint scene. As we learned in the film Better Watch Out, that would have killed him. That would have been Marv's death right there. But those are both movies, Ryan. I think we should really test this ourselves. You think Kiefer would be down? No. No? Your brother? No, not at your all. Your brother wouldn't get smacked in the face? With a can, with, with the paint can? No. For science? Not for science. Lame, dude. Nothing like that. Yeah, this is a five-person home. Insane, dude. Way too many rooms for five people. They were just giving houses away back in 1990. Hey, you want a big-ass house here? Sure. Oh, you only got three kids? Yeah, no problem. You can have 12 bedrooms. So this is just the gauntlet now. We are going full-on physical comedy every, every little thing that's happening here. I love it. This fucking tarantula there. Terrifying. I was in PetSmart yesterday and jumped when I saw the tarantula in the fucking little case. I was like, oh, shit. It was behind glass, and I still got scared. Here we got Macaulay Culkin picking this thing up. Touching it. I would never. My reaction bit would have been worse than Marv's. I did not get, um, <clears throat> I don't understand the people who have, like, spiders or lizards well i understand the reptiles anything like that i understand having a pet snake pet lizard chameleon turtle turtle any reptiles amphibians i understand uh, number one mainly because they're just cool to look at you know and observe and see and uh, but a fucking spider a pet spider dude that's fucked It's like people who have pet rat, rats or pet mice. See how it's like I've known people want, that have had rats, but I don't know why. I don't see the allure. It's like if you want a pet rat, just, you know, 
stop cleaning for a little while, you know? Well, that do. You'll have rats all over the place. <laughs> Clutter up your room a little bit. Yeah. There'll be some mice in there soon. I've got them. Mice exist. Uh, use a non-lethal trap to catch them and keep them in a little terrarium. As feed them, that'll be your pet. Rat traps are brutal, man. Those ones that snap their neck. The classic mouse trap. Some of them still survive. You know, they For try to fucking legal purposes. Ooh. We do not condone the re- the use of uh, of um, an old school mouse trap. No. I Only mean, catch and release here on, on Martell's movie. They're all pretty lethal. Glue traps and glue traps are getting kind of the saddest. No, they get that one that just kind of it's like a it's like a little hut. Mm-hmm. The mouse goes the mouse goes in and once it's all the way in it shuts and it just captures the mouse. The mouse. They're expensive, but yeah, it's cheap to kill them. Expensive to be humane. <clears throat> yeah, you can get four of those death traps for like a buck. Not that I would know. I don't kill mice. Mm-hmm. They sell those big ones too, dude. Have you seen those like large ones? It's like, yeah, that's scary. That's extra large. Where the fuck are you setting that up for? That's more for that's for like getting the possum. Fucking possums and rats. If you got a rat in your house that big, you need to fucking move. You need to get out. I read this theory about uh, Anna and the Apocalypse that said it was happening at the same time as Zombieland. Okay. Across the pond. That'd be an interesting crossover to see. It's always an alright theory. Yeah. Pretty good. I think uh, what it boiled down to me for on that movie, after some time away from it, I don't think I just... I, I didn't like any of the actors. Okay, fair enough. I think that's what it came down to me for. Because the movie wasn't bad. I just didn't like the, the people in it, really. These guys have just seen it now. They've been through the worst of it. I think at this point, I'd just fucking get out. Leave. Yeah, like Jordan Peele. Ah, like a little real Howry. Get out. Fantastic movie. Yes. If you don't like Get Out, then uh, you're, you're probably fucking racist. stupid, and you're also racist. And if you don't like us, you're fucking stupid. I'm pretty excited for Nope. Nope. I don't even know what that movie's about. It's good. It's I don't think there's good. been a synopsis release for it yet. But it's supposed to come out this summer. That's all I need to know is the title. Yeah, Jordan Bill made a movie called Nope. Nope. I'm down. <laughs> Check it out. Got a little foreshadowing to it in Candyman. When she opens oh, the door. We got old man coming to, to the save basement the day. Looks in and says nope and then shuts the door. Nope. Let's get you home, bro. Aww. How awesome is that? This guy coming <coughs> here and fucking save him like that. You know, I, I feel like I wouldn't be sick if I smoked crack. I think you'd probably be sicker if you smoked crack. You think so? You want to find out? 
Crackheads never seem to be sick. I got some crack. Let's do it. We can smoke it. Let's smoke crack before we record the, the first part of this. smoke crack, Ryan. Let's do DMT. Do you want to smoke DMT? No. <laughs> Not really. <laughs> you should. But if you, do you want to do ayahuasca? Yeah. Really? I mean, no. Even though it makes you puke your body weight? It's pretty much, ayahuasca is DMT, but it lasts eight hours. DMT is only long enough at fucking 30 minutes. That shit's supposed to make you feel like a new person. Yeah. that's what, you, you, come like out you, of, you come out of that shit and you're like, holy fuck. Oh, yeah, man. That's what psychedelics are for. I forgive myself for all the wrong They I've break down done. barriers. Not really a Christmas banger, but it's a good one. It's a good one. What, mushrooms? This one. Have yourself a Merry Little Christmas. The uh, song. No, mushrooms are a Christmas banger. <laughs> I wouldn't know. My buddy at work was just telling me that he was at his girlfriend's family Christmas party, and his girlfriend's brother ate mushrooms for the family Christmas party and cried when he received his present. <laughs> That's so amazing. <laughs> and I asked, I said, what was the present? That's so beautiful. I said it was a pocket knife. <laughs> Dude, chipping mushrooms has brought the tears. Incredible, man. I was like, why would you eat mushrooms at the family fucking function, bro? It's, uh, it's a good way to get through the holidays, I think. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> well, do you remember the meme I shared with him in here recently? It's like, it's like, I got candy in the van. And then you get in there, it's like, Candy in the van is John yeah. Candy back here playing the fucking clarinet. <laughs> Love it. <coughs> Ladies and gentlemen, you should be worried about Ryan Martell. I'm fine, really. He's don't, dying. Don't worry about me. He's dead. Um. Good thing is, for the first part of this, we we do have some listener or. Uh, friend special guest appearances so it won't just be me and you talking for the first hour <coughs> so did this happen when you went out of town is that when you picked uh, up the cold i don't know man i either picked it up while i was gone i don't know how i would because she wasn't sick and nobody like i didn't really go anywhere else but her house but um Probably picked it up in Walmart in Lancaster, to be honest. Because I went there the next day, and I wasn't sick until I left there when I came the next day, Saturday. Because <coughs> um, I wasn't sick while I was watching Joe Bob. I was feeling good. Oh, man, you're just 48 hours removed from this? Bro, I'm going to be sick. Nah, man, I'm telling you, I'm good. You're Dang it, Ryan. I'm, I'm wearing a mask, basically. He's sick on Christmas. Nah, you're not going to be sick, dude. Have a fucking... Have a positive attitude. <laughs> I already had a cold back in uh, October. That shit was rough. I was working out in the rain for, like, fucking ten days. Everybody I was working with was sick, too. Engine pulling up. 
Guess who's home? Man, he's probably got a lot of cleanup to get going. Cameron. They made it. They made it home. House looks pretty good. From what I can see here. <coughs> doesn't look like complete disarray. Wait, there was just one. I think there's six people living there, Ryan. There's six stockings. Okay, maybe Pete was the uh, was another brother. No, six stockings on the mantle. Four kids, two adults. Look at that. The house ain't a mess, man. Ain't it good? That's still a pretty big house for six people. Oh, definitely, dude. Nobody's sharing a room. That's for sure. Nah, I can never forgive you. Look at him smiling, little bastard. That son of a bitch. That son of a bitch. He's sad. He's happy. He's feeling all the things at once. He's Christmassy. All of a sudden, he's about to go. Deal. <laughs> we said deal. They're still in Paris, bud. Where the fuck is Santa Claus? That's what I want to know. Oh, there they are. What a feel-good, argumentative movie. So she it is got there. It's Christmas now. I guess it was like two days before Christmas. When yeah, she would have got there the exact same time if she'd have just waited. It's pretty cool that you didn't burn the place down. Yeah, right. That is not what that kid would have said. <clears throat> At least she got a little adventure of her own, though. You know? He got milk, eggs, and fabric softener. <laughs> that was awful. Wow. Yep. He that, doesn't know how to tie his own shoe. He doesn't. I didn't learn until I was like 10. It took me a while. The concept just did not fall through for me, you know. I know how to do it. I don't like to do it, but I know how to do it. No, I know how to do it now. I'm a fucking pro, dude. I tie my shits real tight, and then I just don't untie them. I just slide my foot in and out. Yeah, I can't do that, though. I tie them tight. I have to untie them. Yeah, I knot them. I don't tie them tight. I knot them tight. So they don't come untied. But I don't tie them tight, because I don't like to wear my shoes tight. So do you think Kevin Costner ended up on the naughty list or the nice list? Uh... I'm gonna say nice list, man, because he was doing naughty shit, but for the be for the good reason. But he was also kind of a brat before this. So. Yeah, he might have some coal in his stocking, man. This was his Ebenezer Scrooge moment. He had to he had to go through this to to really appreciate Christmas. Yeah, but then he does the same the next shit movie. next year <laughs> until the <So>. next movie. <laughs> Kevin McAllister, you heard it here first. You're a brat. You're a brat. You're a brat, boy. Little Kevin. You really are a dick. Even though we enjoy watching your hijinks. Your hijinks. 
We do not condone in your buffoonery. Your physical comedy. Your slapstickery. You guys can't see right now, but I've got my church socks on. Ryan's wearing his Sunday best. Uh-oh, Buzz found out. Where's my fucking spider at? Well, is that it? Is that a wrap? Oh my it. god, there's credits. Well, check it out, Ryan. Good job, Mark man. Radcliffe. We did good. First assistant. Oh, we're not going to watch the credits. No, I pressed back. I okay. turned them off. Well, this is almost two hours, so we'll go ahead and wrap it up here. That's pretty fun, right? And we'll have the we're going to have a long Christmas special for you guys this year. Oh, there's six um, of these. Good God. I only thought there was five. Thank you guys for watching. As always, or listening, I guess I should say. As always, check us out on Patreon. Patreon.com slash Martell's Movie Madness. Facebook and Instagram at Martell's Movie Madness. Twitter at Movie Madness 69. 69, dudes. Um... If you have any questions or suggestions or whatever, send them to us. We want to hear it. We want to know what's going on. This one's got, Halloween 4's got, or 5 has Malcolm McDowell in it. That's insane. Yeah. Uh, Cagney, let them know where they can find you. You can find me on the internet. Cagney likes us on Instagram. Cagney Larkin on Facebook. Uh, did you have fun, Ryan? Thought this was cool, man. Yeah, we did. We had a good, a good time. It was fun. I enjoyed doing this. Mm-hmm. I like the format. We should do some more soon. Yes, for sure. Thank you guys again now. Let's watch some fucking movies. Merry Christmas. Looks like you survived the movie madness. Congratulations. Come back next week for more chills, thrills, and spine-tingling tales of terror and movies. Because that's what makes the world go round.